Hey guys, it's Team One Twenty Nine. These kids need that. They need they something to motivate them. Yeah, they do. They, they need something to draw their attention. That's not motivating. It is. It, it, it's all part or the of the marketing. Two twelve marketing shit. It. It. Jordan. Jordan. Why do we need Jordan? Why do we need a jump man? What is the jump man? It's stupid branding. It's dumb as shit. We got. We got. And put you're this on all the pod. over it. We got to put this on the pod. It's on the pod. I'm recording right now. Okay. Great. Jordan is stupid. Why we don't is it need stupid? Jordan. It's as dumb as it's any just of this Don't even get me into advertising. It's, it's, exactly. it's, it's as good or bad or all of that stuff. So all of it's, it's in, better than big time clothing that we had in 1999. I would agree. And so, <laughs> would you rather it, be at Under Armour school? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't either because there's prestige associated with it. And so that's okay. what you're trying to do. You're trying to get some marketing. You're Numbering to your get team some is momentum. not prestigious. It, it is something to rally around. If you ask, how ask about a that, general, how ask, about the ask interconnected a, OU no, no, is no. enough to rally ask around? Ask a general. Ask him when he's trying to rally the troops. They're going to come up with BS. They're going to come up with stuff that just says, "Well, we're going to." We'll get General to, Booty on this thing. We'll ask take, him. We got to take this hill, General Booty. What yeah. you got for us? What are we doing, General Booty? And he's he's like, All right, "Me and the ladies, we're going to do it." Yeah. Well, let's talk about this thing. Let's do it. You guys ready? Yep. Welcome ready. back to Two Homers and a Realist. We've got two homers and a realist. We've got uh, Connor is remote. But he sent in some information for us to go over. We're going to have a lot of fun stuff to talk about. We are loaded for bear. I'm Steve. Lucas. Jay. So tonight we're going to we're under the stars. We we have the cigars lit. It's wonderful. We all have a favorite beverage in front of us. It's a beautiful night. I think we're supposed to get bad weather tomorrow potentially. That would suck. But it's but it's tonight. We live for today. Um, Yolo. Yolo. That's right. Or Dolo could go the other way, or or, or Yodo. I don't know that, that depends on your religion. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's a point of argument. But in in all seriousness, we are going to cover a very interesting topic that we've been hinting at for a while and, and batting a, around ourselves, and that is the all two thousands team. So the the top OU players from the two thousands. We're going to go from the year 2000 through to the present. Now, obviously, this is subject to amendment over the next approximately 77 years. We might add a few players. What, what to team this, number will that be? This group. <laughs> 77 plus 129. <laughs> so, um, we're going to talk about who we think the best players are position by position. We're also going to talk about spring practice started two days ago. I just learned from you guys because I don't pay attention to anything. Great and, podcaster you are. Yeah, exactly. It's like I'm on another planet, and and so. Oh, what you're on a what? Another planet? Oh, that's what Brent said. Our defense is. Uh, yeah, exactly. He said this out, year, this, out of this, world. this defense is going to be on another planet. I hope. I think it will be. Great segue. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope it will be. I think I understood what he meant by that. I think it was a good thing. I think he just mainly means that they're not learning everything brand new like they were at this time last year. Yeah. Right. Well, I <clears throat> I don't know. There's a baked in expectation. In that comment, that they're going to be a lot better. I I think we've added. I think he said we're going to be a lot good better. Number of transfer players. He may be wrong, but he's saying we're going to. Well, you we sure better. shit wrong last year. No, he didn't say we're going to be on another planet. He said we'd be on this planet. Well, he had that extra. You know, he had the seven game winnings baked into his contract. Yeah, he, he said we were didn't in, collect on that deal. That's true. He said we're going to be on Middle Earth, and now we're going to kind of move to something better. Well, he's a big Tolkien fan. Well, we've got we've got a lot of. Uh, Aliens that we have added to the roster. So we're going to talk about concerns going into spring and, and what we're thinking about, um, how pessimistic or optimistic we are about that. But let's start 
with the all two thousands team. I thought I've got a suggestion how we can start, but you guys can can change direction if you want. So I've got my list and I've got Connor's list, and what I did and they're one and the same. <laughs> exactly. Well, there's not going to be a lot of disagreement in most of these. Um, now I think I have more players, and Connor has more players than you guys do because I think Lucas, you fielded just a eleven and eleven. Did you even have special Pretty teams? Much. Yeah, I did special teams. Okay. Jay, what'd you do? I did not do like long snappers. Well, there's only there's one. only one. I'm just, <laughs> just like saying. Oklahoma. There's only one. It's James Winchester. Winchester? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow! Spoiler alert. Um, we'll just get that one knocked out I right, out of, I didn't right even, out of the game. Actually, <laughs> Connor had somebody different. <laughs> I just didn't even think about it. I didn't do kicker. You didn't uh, do yeah. kicker? No, I didn't That's do kicker. That's a good one. I just didn't think about that it. I don't a, mean... That was actually tough. Uh, yeah, it was actually We've had tough. so many good kickers the yeah. last I mean, 20 I, years. So since I didn't pick one, I'll just spitball here. Um, early on, I would have taken like Honeycut when it was Money Cut. <laughs> uh, later on in the years. If you could take I mean, one guy's hot year, he might be the guy. But right. we're talking about... Someone who proved. So let's think or about like, that. Like sophomore year or pre burrito Burkich <laughs> yeah. was yeah. pretty solid. Yep. Well, that's what I have down with an asterisk. Tim Duncan. So let's talk about some ground rules or some. How did you guys think about this? Because there are guys that you could evaluate just for their OU performance, and there's guys that you could then see how well they did in the NFL, I, yeah. and that changes things. I tried not to include NFL in my I tried not to as well, although it's hard not to let that influence you. Agreed. I tried not to do that as well, but I also – I'm going to revise just a few picks after talking with Lucas at dinner. Um, I kind of picked a couple of players differently as if I was fielding a defense and – because of the impact of certain positions, I kind of picked maybe a different player that I thought would be even more impactful than he w- than he already was mm-hmm. at OU, based on who he had around, around with. Him. Yeah. Well, I thought about that too, and like I an all star team. I'm I'm trying to think about it from a standpoint of an all star <laughs> just individual situation. Who was the best left left defensive end we've ever had? Right. Although those correspond a lot. Yeah. I'm thinking. I want to know if a guy who had he had the best coaching that we had. So you might have a guy from 2000 who suffered under John Blake for several years who you say would be even better if he had had Bob Stoops. You could have a guy who, if he had better surrounding cast, would be an even better player. So all of this comes with a little bit of an adjustment, a little bit in our mind. Which is interesting because... What could be what? Because by decade, you could almost say that... There are offensive players from 2000 to 2010 that could have benefited. Could have been even better. Like with Lincoln. Even and, better. Yes. And, and vice versa. And I've got some guys like that. Defensive players from 10 to 20 who could have, who could have had benefited. I agree. Yeah. Coaches. I agree. I agree. And I have some I didn't guys. go that far. I went with performance on the field in an Oklahoma jersey. I bet we're not that Whether different. it was yeah. Nike There's or the Jordan brand. It's interesting to see if we're that different. Agreed. Actually. It's probably not much. Well, let me start it off with special teams, and we can knock some of these out. So there's no disagreement. I'm going to start with Long long Snapper. (laughs) That's the first one on my list for that reason. James Winchester. Connor has the same. I used to randomly talk to him in grocery stores when he was here. (laughs) And then even after he won the first Super Bowl with the Chiefs, 
I ran into him at Crest one time and struck up a conversation. Did you ever get him to throw you an orange from about 15 no, yards away? No, but that's away? not – I might have him throw me a box of Little Debbies or get it deep snap it to filmed, me. Like a, and we'll put a it honey bun or an oatmeal cream pie, just deep snap We'll to put me. it on the social media. That would be awesome. So, okay, I, I went with Punter, and I have – I guess I should say this because I alluded to it. I have kind of a two deep in a lot of these positions. I have – you guys can argue with me, and I can say who I would – if I have to choose between – players but i've got a, a guy and a backup guy so you overdid some of the homework i overdid it yeah. yes absolutely so i have Big jeff shot. ferguson and michael turk as my punter connor has tressway and michael turk who you guys got a, a punter i got tressway and austin seibert as punter yep wow he was fantastic in both roles as punter and kicker he was he was jeff ferguson was an actual all-american Hard to keep him off the list, but Turk is great. Went, I just went Tressway. Two reasons, and he's maybe the only player I picked this way. His NFL career has bore out the fact that he's a pretty, pretty good, damn good punter. It does tell you something. And yeah. number two, back in the day, practices you could actually go watch. Mm-hmm. And my dad and I went to a practice, and all we could talk about when we were talking to my buddies was the sound of the football the coming thud. off Tress's way's foot. <laughs> yep. And he was like a freshman or something. Like a rocket. And they and they, they gave me so much crap for that for years. <laughs> and now he's been in the NFL for like 10 seasons. Oh, he's yeah. been an all-pro like, for like you guys, eight years. We were there <laughs> yeah. like the first practice of his freshman year, and it was just this thud. It was just this boom when he punted the football. That's how you would evaluate punters, yeah. Yes. Close your eyes, listen to him hit the yes. ball. Yep. Then you'd know. I would hire a blind <laughs> special teams coach if <laughs> he would have to listen to the sound of the ball off the Would, would it work for kickers as well for yes. field goal and, and extra well, As long as someone well, what if they're shoeless? Oh. What if he had a shoeless kicker? Yeah, what if it was nice and silent, but it was so yeah. so sweet. I still think the thought is there. <laughs> well on kicker I have Austin Seibert and Garrett Hartley. And Connor has Seibert and Burkick. I've got Seibert with Honeycutt as a backup. That's pretty strong. Seibert has the NCAA record for points scored in a season. Which is a little thanks bit. To Bradford, right? Yeah, I mean, thanks to the offense, no. thanks to all that. Seibert? No, that's Baker and Kyler. Oh, is that yeah. Baker? Yeah. Oh, who was, yeah. a, who was a Bradford? Um, that was good question. Was that Honeycutt? No, he was more recent than that. It was. Um, well, he was in between that, I think. It wasn't Hartley. No, Hartley was 05 to 07. Hmm. So the 08 season, I honestly can't remember who the kicker was the 08 season. I was going to say them because we scored so much that he had all the extra points. Yeah. Right, right. Well, that's the thing well, we about these guys. we had more field goals under, with the, the Baker and Kyler years for Seibert. <clears throat> so he had, he had like a, a record 81 consecutive extra points made. Right. But he also had... If I remember right, I think he had two of the three longest field goals. You know, he was like a couple 52, 53 yarders. Mm-hmm. But total points scored, it was like, I don't remember if I screenshot it or not, but it was like 300 and some, 399 points, if I remember right. Hmm. Something crazy. I didn't screenshot Yeah, they're, they're, they're huge numbers. We can look that up. Um, so on kick returners, I have two return specialists. Connor broke it down by kick return and, and punt return. I didn't do that. I did also. I had... Uh, I think we're all going to have the same then. Antonio Perkins, and I had J.T. Thatcher. 
Uh, he had Antonio Perkins and Alex Ross. That's what I've got. Alex Ross was was a very good kick returner. Right. Five touchdowns. Very strong. Very kick strong. return. That's got to be by far the most. Yeah. yeah. This, this, is, this is a little bit of my way of sneaking in a couple guys that were pretty darn good in the defensive backfield, too, because they're going to be on the squad. Antonio J.K. Thatcher and was so Thatcher. soft. He that dude, that soft. when he got burned, he would come up limp and come off the field for like three <laughs> plays wow. because he got torched. Calling out then an all-2000 Oh, player. dude. <laughs> I can I can remember so many times of him just faking injury because he got burned on a route and then coming back in and then like five plays later he'd have an interception and he'd be that. totally fine he'd run it back thirty yards after his interception like right. oh but you were hurt four plays ago I and remember. you got burned by forty yards but he but he came through he delivered both yeah. both sides he tried of the to ball. sell me a car a big red one time <laughs> <laughs> post At least he was uh, post Bomar era <laughs> anybody different. No, really. no, I mean, Perkins is hard to... That's the no-brainer. An underrated one. NCAA record in punt return touchdowns. Right. Up until I think somebody and, broke it. He wasn't no, here uh, or tied it. Tied it, I think. Somebody yeah. tied it a couple years ago. Jalen Saunders was I don't, underrated. Yeah. Did they tie it? Somebody either tied it or broke it. It has about, not been broken. About I, I think six, it got five or six tied. years ago. I think it got tied, which, unless they change the rules, will never be broken because it's so different in, in punt returning today. It just You don't see punt yeah, returns. Yeah, you don't hardly ever see punt returns touchdown anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, I wanted to go to defense next because I think offense is where we might have a little bit more of disagreement. So I got cornerback. I got four cornerbacks. And then I've got four safeties. You guys are, are different on that. Connor is four cornerbacks and, and three safeties. What do you guys got on that list? I got two, and two. two corners and then... One for sure, so, safety, and then uh, I couldn't decide. No point nickel, no dime packages for you guys. No, but I don't believe in that kind of defense. So I'm a four-three guy. I'm looking at the differences between the two of us, and so I've got here's my cornerbacks. Let's start with that group and argue. Derek Strait, Quentin Carter, Trey Brown, Zach Sanchez. Connor has Derek Strait, Jamel Fleming, Aaron Colvin, Demontre Hurst. What do you guys think? I've got Derek Strait. And Eric, Aaron Colvin, but the Colvin and Sanchez, I, I, I really debated those two quite it's a bit. Tight, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But what's crazy is I really, I know in the early two thousands, you know, we were the first to bring that type of, you know, the, the, the spread offense into the league, and it really didn't become huge in the league until the late, mm-hmm. you know, two thousand eight to twelve range. Yeah. So the corners weren't really as tested. Right. In those early 2000 years. So it's a little hard to see. Yeah, so it's a little bit harder. I mean, Wolfolk Wolfolk was really good Mm -hmm. once he made the switch. He was on my short list. But um, I just think there was so much passing involved in the. There was a lot of pro set. In the 2010 to 2015 range. In the Wolfolk. Those corners, kind of like straight. Like, I don't know how straight would hold up today, per se, because straight was. A physical run-stopping corner, too. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, but so, he had the athleticism to. Yeah, he had a bunch of pass breakups. So. I know, but he was also he would come down off off the corner and stop yeah. any sweep that was coming around, right? But yeah. you have to. I mean, you just but work with a guy you the got. Same now, yeah, you work with a guy you got, though. I think I think he would have transitioned to this area. I do too. I'm sure he would have. I'm not saying he would have been some chomp. Yeah. You're too. Right. Um, so the one I went with, everyone else straight. Yeah, this seems pretty no-brainer. The second one. I tried to think a little bit outside of the box, a, a guy that I do think was underappreciated, and it was Jamel Fleming. Connor had him, right? Uh, yes, he did. Oh, he did have Fleming. Yeah, he, he did. did. Yeah. 
But I, I think but he, you're right. he had a bunch. He did have a bunch. Name your four again. Colvin, Colvin, Derek Strait, Quentin early. Carter, Trey Brown, Zach Sanchez. I'll tell you what I leaned on a lot. I don't. Yeah. I leaned on all Americans and guys that were drafted. Yeah, Quentin Carter's the sneaky one to me because I don't feel like he did a ton at OU, but he obviously started for the Denver Broncos yeah. mm-hmm. after he left. Right. But I don't remember him doing. See, that's a part ton of the sneaky part about a lot of OU defensive jersey. guys, though. Because if they're doing their job, they don't get thrown against a lot. So that's how I felt he was more safety, like wasn't he? Guard. Well, it, it, I don't think he all, was a corner. Well, in all regards, if the, if the defense is working, he was a safety. Was a safety? Was a yeah, was he? Quentin I'm Carter sure. was a safety. Yeah, he was a safety in the NFL for sure. Yeah. I think he was a safety for us. I thought he had. I, if I, he was a corner, I could see him not being fast enough to play corner in NFLs. So they move him to safety. Yeah, I don't remember him being a corner. But I'm pretty sure honestly. it was. A, I'm pretty sure it was a safety. I okay. think he was a safety too. Well, maybe maybe I have that wrong then. So, but the Sanchez and Colvin still be on were a toss-up to me. Like, straight had his starting spot. Those two both made huge plays, you know. Huge plays. Sanchez always bothered OU me Texas a little games. bit. Sanchez, I thought, would, would sort he of was like boomer you were, bust. He's he was a gambler. boomer bust. He was yeah, a he was a gambler. But that, that paid off huge. But it paid and, off. Yeah. It paid like off a Texas lot games. And as his career went on, his gambles got well, smarter like when, like and when he better. Like, when he picked off McCarron. Oh, it was yeah. incredible. The only problem was, he got ran down from behind. Well, didn't he seal the Tennessee game? Was that was that Julio? No, Amari Cooper. Yeah, Cooper. Amari Cooper him. ran him down yeah. from behind. But it, but normally when you're a corner and you jump a route, an out route. But that was no, that was across. That was more across the middle. That was you, a button no, hook but he across still, the middle. But you still have oh, I know. the momentum. I know. But he was getting five, caught six, by an all American. Yeah. yeah, but you, you're a corner. You have a seven-yard lead. I know. And a guy standing still. You got to take it to the house. Did he, 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 got San- he got Sanchez, caught a lot. He won the Tennessee game in the overtime, right? Yeah. So that's a big play. He. I can remember him covering a Texas receiver, ripping the ball out, picking it up and running back with it. Um, he had some yeah, he very, had very noticeable all you Texas games. Yeah. Very good rip the ball out, which always is just something to me. If you can rip that the was ball the, free. Was it the Landshark days or whatever oh, with Sanchez yes. and, and Tony, Tony Jefferson? Jefferson. Yeah. yeah. All right. Was, well, let's transition to, to safety because I've got Roy Williams. Oh, really? Yeah. Man, Actually, I didn't I thought Roy Williams. Um, uh, obviously. Brandon Everidge, Stephen Parker, and Tony Jefferson. So, Connor has Roy Williams, Tony Jefferson, and Brandon Everidge. So, he just doesn't have Stephen Parker because he has three instead of four guys. What do you I, guys I've got? got Roy, Everidge, and Stephen Parker. I just went with two, and I have Roy and Everidge. Yeah. Now, on the way over here, I would have added a third underrated guy, and that was Reggie Smith. Yeah. Reggie has some good games. Yes, Reggie Smith made my short list, too. Um, and he was, you know, he was a highly recru- recruited guy. Um, Edmund Santa Fe. Yep. And he sort of floundered at, at, at Fla- first. Floundered? Floundered? Nope. Floundered. Um, floundered. Floundered, yeah. <laughs> Say the word pillow for us. Pillow. Um, <laughs> so he had trouble at first, but when he got established, he really was strong. He was really, really good. Uh, there was there were several, and, and this was one position among many, it was surprising to me, I mean, a little surprising, but it was difficult. And uh, and looking back at all these names, it was surprising or, or you forget how many good players mm-hmm. we had in, in the defensive backfield for so many years. Most all of these guys pre-2010. Uh, you, you've just got strength upon strength going all the way down. And you, you wouldn't go wrong with the 
the guys that missed our list, if you Bronny just filled, Poole? yes, exactly, yeah. Bronny Pool, you could start filling a, a backfield with those guys, and it'd be all Americans. They'd be just tremendous if they're all there working together. Well, let's transition to defensive end. You're not going to go to linebackers. And we'll get to linebackers. Next level. Linebackers, I think. You're skipping a level. Well, what do you want to do? You want to do linebackers? Well, let's we're do starting at corners and safeties. I thought. Well, I was going to try to save that for sort of. The, I thought that's the more controversial. Okay. But so linebacker, I've got, and this is in no particular order, other than I actually by alphabet by their first name. And did you do like six of these or something? I did ridiculous? five linebackers. <laughs> So, you want me to pick my top two? I will. I think, well, three. I like a 4-3 oh, defense. defense. I agree. Yeah. So, is it so two I say or is pick it three? three. Three. All right. Because it's it's not as ar- – we really can't get into big of an argument if you name five. Well, we didn't pick Nichols. Oh, trust so. me. We could get into an argument because there's know. about ten guys that could make this list. Okay. So – Give us your best three. Well, I'll give you all five, starting <laughs> with the best three. Rocky Kalmus, Rufus Alexander, Curtis Lofton. Mm-hmm. Then I've also got Kenneth Murray and Teddy Lehman. Connor has Rocky, Travis Lewis, Teddy Lehman, Curtis Lofton, Austin Box. Pretty small solid. Size pretty solid Austin list. Box. Small sample size. That yeah. was the the one thing that's tough about Austin Box. I think he absolutely could have been as yeah. good as any of these guys, but a small sample size. Well, did I've got Lehman, Lofton, and Kalmus. I, did Lehman win back to back butt kisses? Uh, I don't know about back to back. He won one. He won one. I was thinking. I think Calmus won, and then no, I don't think anyone's won back to back since Bosworth. Bosworth, actually, yeah. I could have swore Lehman. I don't maybe think he so. won one and then finished like second or third in the something next tight. Weekend. Yeah, something but tight. But I, I cannot make a list of top three linebackers in the two thousands without Lehman. So I'm shocked that he wasn't in your top three. I don't know it. It's it's. I so mean, we're talking a Butkus winner. And he's fast, I know, super fast. He was he in the is. right spot. He was Brent's like, golden child. He's like what Kenneth. And he's smart. Yes, that's what, what I'm like. He, no, he knew where he was supposed to be. I'm not saying he shouldn't be. He's in my top five, but he's not in your top three. That's the. That's All right, the crazy he's splitting part hairs. Splitting hairs. I don't know. He, you could argue any given Saturday. I put him in there. I'm fine with it. I'm cool. Now, who who there was one in there? Who was your Curtis Lofton, Kenneth Murray. Rocky Helmus, Rufus Alexander, Rufus, yeah, Teddy Lehman. Rufus just barely missed the cut for me, and I went with Curtis Lofton. I think he, I think Lofton was more productive tackle wise than Rufus, but Rufus was fantastic too. Lofton was a beast. Lofton was he yeah. was a super he was a beast. defensive nightmare on a good team because he could actually cover. Yeah, and yeah, he could. He'd and run he down hill. Yeah, he ran yeah. downhill and blew up running backs, but he could actually drop in coverage. Well enough to actually oh, we, defend. Didn't people. he def, uh, intercept Chase Daniels? I mean, anybody can. Everybody did. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that's true. But in the in the Big Twelve title game, if I remember My right, my problem with I think Connor put Kenneth Murray. No, she did. Or you put Kenneth? I Murray. put I put Kenneth Murray. My problem three? with Kenneth Murray. No, in my top five. Oh, is he was so costly. In the Georgia game, yeah, yeah. But I just hold it against him to this day. Yeah, <laughs> and See, I shouldn't not covering because Swift he was a freshman. That's and, where I yeah. so look at where a better coaching staff would have had him better than he was. Now, him, his junior year when he finally you know broke out and became the, right. That was his really good. He 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 progressed like you should, yeah. but he wasn't just like, oh man, this guy's going to be something. He was something as a sophomore. 
He's, he's a superstar as a junior, and in that rare occasion, he stays around. And he's just this, this unanimous All-American as a senior. Right. But I don't know, man. It just inconsistency for me, even though he was young, and I'm not saying he wasn't a great player because he was an absolute great football player. Yeah, he makes a top 10 yeah, I just, of the last I don't know 25 if, years. I just can't put him that sure, high. Yeah. Because – Travis Lewis, same way. Because the fits he took, the fits he took in that Georgia game just yeah. haunt me. <laughs> Travis yeah. Travis Lewis was very solid. He was the same, you know, younger days. Undersized guy, he had to put on weight. Younger days, he was Jordan okay. Evans, same way. Yeah, they came, they came together. Yeah, Jordan Evans, the last seven games of he his still career, in the league. Was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, he had that talk with his dad after like the Tech game or whatever it was, and he totally changed after that, and he was awesome. But I think he's still on Cincinnati. It, or it's 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 wild how many good defensive players from 2012 to 2022 that we had that mm-hmm. really underachieved, the, the, the underachieved. Under, underdeveloped. Yeah, yep, for sure. I one of my favorite linebackers that I didn't put on my list. Uh, well, was Ryan Reynolds. Yes. I love yeah. Ryan. Yeah, Reynolds. I agree. I agree. Well, the other one that was a point of contention earlier was where he would be played as striker. Yep. Yeah. He, he's he's a linebacker. Right. But they used him. On like a three down lineman front, right. Dan Cody, Obo the same yeah. way, you know. Yeah, Stryker and Obo both were that you know third down rusher the that only, got to the quarterback. No, they were the only pass rush we had on those teams. Yeah, yep. Well, no, which was the problem? We had the Stryker year. We had Grissom, uh, Charles Tapper was Tapper, pretty good. Yeah. Tapper was, was really era. good. Tapper was high. Tapper, but, but those well, were maybe was more so for Obo narrowly than missed my list. Those those defensive ends we're talking about there. Were didn't get used as well as they should because the the D line the defensive tackles really didn't swallow their guys. Right. So I feel like they got they didn't get to show what they should. They didn't get did. to shine. Yeah, yeah, they didn't get it, absolutely. So there you got to grade again with a little bit of a curve. I think. Well, let's transition to the defensive line then. So I'm going to start with the interior. I never said my. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I thought you did. Layman. Layman. Lofton. Lofton. And Alex Rufus. Rufus. Not, no not Rocky Helmus. I, I, no Torrance Marshall. I just haven't paid. Nobody mentioned Torrance Marshall. Torrance Marshall was on my short list. He, and had he had an amazing eliminated. year. He had an amazing year. 2000. Yeah. And it's hard to keep. I'm here to get my boys trophy off, off the list. Yeah. But, but when you're talking to other players that had three and four seasons right, of, proven, of awesomeness. Had he gone to the league and had exceptional time in the league. That would have proven to me that he was a better player than he was. But the fact that he didn't. And I've always heard that he had. A, a disadvantage on his ability mentally to to completely grasp the game plan. So I could be just completely wrong as well. I th- I think Kalmus was obviously an, an incredible football player. I think he was on a great great team with great coaching and everything else. I don't know that if you don't switch him with the Rufus Alexander. That yeah, we're talking about Ruf- Rufus Alexander as like well, one of the greatest to ever play the game. Athletically, those something. are two different people. Like, yes, that's what I'm Thomas saying. Thomas was the most athletic, but he was a football guy. Yeah, yeah. And you need football guys, you right? And he was. We but needed I think him Rufus to be a football, was a football guy. guy too. I do too. I agree, but, but he had more. I just, think, I just think if you put if you put Rufus next to Torrance Marshall on that same team in that era on Probably that true. defense, yeah. Like I said, you might be talking about maybe one of the best linebackers you've ever seen play football i don't doubt that at all Uh, and about any of these guys to me rocky gets on there somewhat because of his name it's pretty damn cool but really because he had the heart 
that he had. I swear to God, that guy broke his neck in one of those games. They went in and put rebar in his neck, and he <laughs> came back out and finished the game and got through two sacks. Football player. He's a football player. Yeah. And he just run through a wall for you, always in the right position. Uh, just there's something to be said for heart. There's something to be said for everything that he brought intangibly like that. But you're probably right that a lot of these other guys could have been in that same role and, and were amazing. So uh, it's it's just hard for me to not put him on that list because of what he accomplished and, and who he was as a, as a guy on the field. Interior defensive line. Not going to be a lot of disagreement to start with here. I've got four guys. Connor just grouped all of his guys as DL, so I'm going to leave. I'm going to wait until we get through the defensive ends to, to list his. Mine are Tommy Harris, Gerald McCoy, Dusty Dvorak, and Jordan Phillips. Yeah, and there were a lot. There were a lot of guys who could have made this list well, that didn't. It if was you a start no-brainer. going eight deep, it's really when strong. When you go with two guys, it's got to be Gerald McCoy and it's got to be Tommy Harris. Yeah, no doubt Those about it. Those are the most disruptive defensive tackles yeah. we've had probably since the Selmans. Can you imagine the two of them on the same team? Oh, no. God, that would yeah, have been you, so epic. It's like what Georgia has. Yeah. <laughs> It'd yeah. be so beyond what Georgia has. It just Those guys, they were so yeah. – and, and with Gerald McCoy, I mean, you talk about a, a quarterback well, the of the defense too, and, the, and just him. intelligent guy, just – he, he just his heart, everything, just an Both amazing guys person. Too that are the rare occasion, and this is coming from like Stoops, where they were ready to go day one. Yes, like there was no yeah, oh yeah, yeah, Tommy Harris to any part of the game no, whatsoever. No. Can you those, imagine those going guys, up against Tommy Harris in, in high school? I'm sure there were a few others. They, that's it. They were ready. Yep, day yep. one. Rare human beings on on that front. Any other ideas on D? DT, I yeah. mean, if I would have gone further, I would have had Dvorak, mm-hmm. and then I don't Jordan know. Phillips is a easily forgotten mm-hmm. guy that was. I think his a NFL career makes makes him more rememberable, and he was inconsistent. Memorable. Yeah, yeah. Here, he was like part he of the problem. So defensive end, Charles, I, Charles Walker was actually Charles a Walker good was really player. high up there. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so there were a lot of DNs that I could put on here. I put DNs. I had a hard time. I had a hard time uh-huh. DNs. I don't think we've had that good DN. Oh, play I think in we've had a lot years. of guys that could could fit the bill that didn't make it. I'll talk about some of those. Right. But I have Dan Cody, Nick Benito, and Ronnie Perkins. So oh, Con- I did not even think of Nick Benito. I think Benito's a linebacker. I did not even think about him. I think of it, uh, he was listed as an end. He I, definitely. Was I mean, Benito seems like they he's called a striker, oboe type. Yeah. Where he was just kind of floating. You've got Granger. You've got um, Tapper. I think Stryker fits in this group. Um, it's It gets iffy. It, like, you're trying to talk about positions, and, the, and defensive schemes over the last 20 years have changed a lot. So it's hard to think. That's why I was leaning towards, let's just talk about down linemen. But those are the three I went with. To, to list off of all of Connors, Gerald McCoy, Dusty Dvorak, Dan Cody, Austin English, Somebody we haven't talked about. I had him as one of my backups. Jeremy Beal, Frank Alexander, Back and up. Tommy Harris. Yeah. Strong. I've got Dan Cody, which would be hard not to. That guy. Another great football not player. Not just a pass rusher, but, man, he could stretch out. When a running when a running back was trying to stretch the edge, he could get he could get yeah. to the corner and stop him. Yeah. Like, 
all the time. He had a first move. And he was really good at stopping, like, the Nebraska option and stuff mm-hmm. like that. He and he was, had a motor that just – Yeah. Oh, the he things would, they did with would him pass, against uh, he would Vince pass Young out before he was Vince yeah. Young's first He passed year. out on the sideline against crazy. Kansas State. Yeah. He got so excited. He was all pumped up, and he, like, had to sit down because he was <laughs> all the blood rush to his head. Football player. My other Football defensive player. end, besides Dan Cody, was Jimmy Wilkerson. Yes, Jimmy Wilkerson. He was – Yes. He he didn't get very long. I think he only was here two years, but mm-hmm. he he left for the pros early because he had a family to feed essentially, and didn't come back for a senior year. Which which monetarily, if he could in the NIL era now, he would have stayed for another year more, yeah. and would have got paid big time. Oh, absolutely! But man, that his last year here, I guess junior year, was fantastic. Yep. He he was all up in Chris Sims' grill for an entire OU Texas game. <laughs> Actually, he's on the cover of Sports Illustrated, getting sacking in. Chris yep. Sims on one, right. of the, on one of those. A brutal put, looking sack and then you too. Put Austin English, right? Yeah, English was on. He was on my backup list. Yeah, Austin and ta- English, very good. English and Tapper were my backups. So I had yeah. to I had to revise mine a little bit after we talked prior to the pod because based on who my three linemen were, which was going to be. McCoy, Harris, and Cody. Dan Cody. I thought, well, if you put an Eric Stryker with those three, he's essentially going to have a free run right. to the quarterback. Yeah. And he'll get there. There's nothing else. The yeah. offensive coordinator he's is going to have miss to either. Stop. I mean, same with Oboe. I yeah. mean, right. yeah. Yeah. either so, one of those guys yeah. would but have since, a field day, but, since but we, they're linebackers. But since we're not counting him as an end, I will replace him with a true end. Which I think I don't know that we ever got to see this player's true potential, but his flashes were pretty great, and that was Ronell Lewis. Oh wow, Rennell, yeah. the hammer! Ronell Lewis. I yeah. forgot about Ronell Lewis. Yeah, physically could get his <clears throat> fingertips on you. You were to the ground. There was no getting out of his grasp at all. And That's he a was good one. fast, and That's mean. A good he was just fast guy. and mean. We just didn't have him long enough. He, I, yeah. I, I, he didn't grasp the schemes quick enough, and I think he left early too. For same, you know, same reason. Yeah. And if he just had had a little more time, mm-hmm. again, just one of the. I think he would have. I feel like Frank Alexander was one of those guys too. Like, yes. He Frank, just he needed a little bit more around him to make him. Like, if we would have had good defensive Just tackle, an absolute all-star. Yeah, he would have been big time. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, let's let's go to linebackers. We did so, linebackers. Oh, let's go to offense. You're right. <laughs> so, yeah, we covered all the defense. Sorry. So, I'm going to start with center because it's kind of What about nickel? You're not easy. Boogie's not out there? Huh? No, I didn't have a n- – oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> well, no, it was Bookie. We knew it was Bookie. Yeah, oh, Bookie goes no without debate. saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. There was no debate. Just making sure. Oh, We're on the same page on oh. nickel. <laughs> So, uh, I'm going to start with center. And, again, Connor didn't break his uh, offensive lineman down the same way. He was more general with it. He kind of only did half the assignment. We're going to we're gonna have to talk to Casey about Buki. <laughs> <laughs> so, with center, I have just one. I have Creed Humphrey. Um, there are a lot of guys that you could probably put on that list for sure. But I got I got Creed as my one and only center. Connor has Creed as an offensive lineman. So what, you guys got any different? Thoughts? I got Creed and John Cooper was my backup. John, yeah, John Cooper very strong. It's hard to beat. If you were going to go deeper, you could say Vince Carter, yep. Gabe. Yep. 
Um, yep, Gabe was on my short list. Darlington I tried to, was really good. I tried to sneak Gabe in, in as a um, offensive lineman, and then I, I chose against it because of these other guys that are just tremendous. But Gabe is definitely a solid, solid pick there. And, and with with and a I center, you're looking Creed, for a brain. And I don't he's think got a good Creed brain. is is recency bias either. No, no, oh, no, I don't think so at all. Now the NFL part of it maybe it plays a little bit it into helps. it because he's but that's credibility. He's one of the best centers in the NFL already. And it's after two years. And, but that but tells he, you we're he not was crazy year about one. I mean, yeah. yeah. And, and tells, the fact that yeah. he fell to 50-something in the draft. And, but then we also, fa- also factor in, he didn't have a ton of talent around him for the years that he was here. Yeah, he did when he first, was young. But, but, when but he as was, when time he was went a true on, freshman, yeah. he did not. Yeah. You're yeah. right. He did not. Especially um, the last the last two years, he really yeah, didn't. Right. Yep. I feel like having, well, I don't know. He had, he had Orlando Brown. So let's, That's when he was young. Let's yeah. start moving outside of that. I've got three offensive guards. Because Wren, I'm sorry, Wren started the first four games of that That's 2017 right. run. That's right. And then and Creed made was the good switch. enough to take over. Yeah. That tells you a lot right there. He's country strong. Country strong. Country <laughs> strong. So offensive guard, I've got Chris Chester, Cody Ford, and Duke Robinson. What do you guys got? I've got uh, Davin Joseph. Bobby Evans and uh-huh. Daryl Williams. Bobby Evans was high on my list. Uh, what's that last one? Daryl Williams. Yep. Oh, well, yeah. I I missed him. I don't think I had him. He may have been on my list. And I he was in the, I want to say, 15 to uh-huh. 17 or 14 yeah. to 16-ish range. That's a good, is he that's still, a good is pick. Is he still playing? He's still, yeah, he's still in the NFL last time I checked. Yeah. So He had a, he had a pretty good run with the Panthers. I don't know who he's with now. Pretty solid there. Any, Bobby any Evans has been. Thoughts, Jeff? He's in, <laughs> just guards? Really yeah. good. I had a hard time picking just guards because, honestly, if you're a really good guard, you hardly know that they're a really good guard. Exactly, because they're doing their job. Right. And um, I also think you could say, well, you can interchange these guys. Right. You could you could you pick move, four ta- tackles. I could and pick move four tackles around. and make two of them guards. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That, that was yeah. part of my problem too. <laughs> That's cheating, right? In my book. I don't know. That's um, just because the the luck of the draw of when think, they play. I think Duke Robinson is the e- easy guard. Right, as a superior guard. Samia was pretty, Samia's pretty good. Samia was very yep. good. He was on my list. Powers. Yep. Ben exactly. Powers. Yep. Ben very Powers. I, underrated. I cut Ben Powers Juco, late, Juco late guy. in my cut. It was, it was, he almost made the cut for me. Um, yeah, Devin Joseph's good. Mm-hmm. Cody Ford's really good. He's on my list. Um, Cody Ford is probably he, like an ankle injury away from he moved being to, did really high. He moved the right the tackle towards the end of his career, or he stayed. I think guard that's the, whole time. the year. I think that might be the, the time where we had to move people all around like crazy just to field a just, line. Yeah. yeah, it seems like he moved to right tackle maybe the like, um, last season. Yeah, no, that's those, why I didn't really put him in there because it seemed like he he may have floated. played two years at guard and then moved. Well, I hate tackle. to punish a guy that's so good. Yeah, just because he moved positions. But when I was focusing in on just guards, yeah. I tried to stick with guys that Any other played guys? their whole careers. At guard? Yeah. No. That we haven't talked I didn't about. go too much deeper than that. Well, tackle, I don't think there's there's a lot of oh, really man, good we've guys had so to talk many about. Good tackles. All right. And so obviously Narrow there's some guys not on my list. There's a guy, Connor's got one of these guys that I really wanted to put on Narrow this list. Narrow it down to two first, and we'll all go around to our two. And then you can give your Don't honorable mention. Don't make me mentions. choose among yes. my babies. You're gonna have to go to two. No. And then honorable mention after we give ours. Honorable mention. God. I All know right. it's bad. All right. There's only two. There's only two. I don't think so. I don't There's know. There's a top two. All right. I don't know. All right. I'm gonna go through my. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make it controversial. My top two with my honorable mention, if we have to say that, 
Orlando Brown, Phil Lodeholt, Trent Williams. That order. Wow. One out of three. I mean. Wow, really? Yeah. Who you got? I've got Trent Williams and Jamal Brown. That, that's I'm only two. picking two. That's the two you have to pick. Jamal Brown is. He's an All-American. He's an all-time he's an OU offensive line. Over the 128 years of OU football, Jamal Brown's a top five in 128 years. I'm looking at where I don't he, know how he, draft out of what he did in the draft as, as recognition of how talented the guy is versus Orlando Brown and the and the and what Phil Lodeholt put out there on the field. I, oh, Jamal Brown was so much better than Phil Lodeholt. It's I, not even close. You don't think I so? mean, it's not. I don't know. And my my if I had to throw a third, I had Lane Johnson. All right, but it's it's well, let, Trent Williams and it's Jamal Brown, and Jamal Brown is maybe better than Trent Williams at Oklahoma. Well, whether he agrees or not, I don't know. Here's Connor's list: Creed Humphrey, Jamal. Keeping in mind, he just does the entire right. offensive line. Creed Humphrey, Jamal Brown, Trent Williams, Phil Lodeholt, Orlando Brown, Duke Robinson, Lane Johnson. So there's a lot of agreement across the board with every. He doesn't have. Chester or or quote Cody Ford that I had I on O line and he had a great career. He he was he was decent. Strong he's not career. In the, I don't. He's not in the top ten of overall offensive linemen in mm. the last twenty years. Well, hell, he was but, he was a tight end. But the first most of two the years top he was 10 here. Is offensive tackles, and we had to pick offensive guards. He was so. a tight end for a year. That's that's a diver- that's he what caught, the guy can he do. He caught a fake field goal against that's, Missouri. Exactly. That's what the guy can. He's got he's got a range. Yeah. So, tackles. Who else? you you said your piece on that? Yeah, I mean, one, those two, I mean the two have to be for me: Trent Williams and Jamal Brown. Brown. Yeah. After that, I mean, you're you're just any combination of Lane Johnson, Orlando, Orlando Brown, um, Lodeholt. You don't think so? Yeah, but he was solid. He was. I mean, solid. he's up there. I'm not. I'm not trying to say he's not some excellent football player. Yeah. I just don't know if. If he's in my top he's, five, he's not on the same stratosphere as Jamal Brown. I, I that's a if huge. If you miss, had an offensive line, in my opinion, for you, if you had an offensive line of Maybe Jamal so. Brown and Trent that. Williams as your tackles, he was on my short list. Just no. do whatever, whatever you want to do. Yeah, right. Whatever you want to do, you're right. But all of these guys would be that way if you if you got a more Kanina unit. So the 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 thing that I use to split hairs and take Jamal Brown off, which maybe this is no good, is NFL career. And draft status, and, I mean, where, he was an and all pro where he was drafted with the Saints. Well, so was Orlando Brown. Is Phil Lodeholt has is, never been an All Pro? Is the, well, true. Okay, true. I mean, he only made. I think he only. Played but he like, had a, a tremendous OU career. Which he only is played what like you were three years on. in the NFL. You were leaning on OU career. Yes, Jamal and Brown. So I say was a two-time All American. I think. I think Lodeholt was. I don't think Lodeholt was ever an All American. Oh, really? I thought he was. I think he was big All Big Twelve, mm-hmm. but I don't think he was an All American. I don't remember. And I think I, Jamal Brown was a two-time All American. We'd have to look that up. Okay. I don't think we'd go wrong with any of these lines, no. though. We'd be pretty solid. But I, I, I'll definitely defer to you guys if, you, if you're if you strong enough on that one when, we, oh, it's, when we're I, getting I mean, these guys for the Magic team. I think if you just went on college career only, Jamal Brown ranks above Trent Williams. So, are right, you want to hear All-Americans? Yeah. Offensive line? Yeah. Frank Romero, mm-hmm. 2000, more Oklahoma. He was a little more lion. And he was on my short list, he but was not guard. real short. Vince Carter and Jamal Brown off the 04 team. Okay. Vince Carter was a center. Duke Robinson in 07. 
Duke Robinson in 08. Mm. Trent Williams, 09. Gabe Eichard, 2013. Huh. All-American? All-American. Not academic All-American? Nope. <laughs> um, Orlando Brown in 17. Ben Powers in 18. Uh-huh. I did not know Ben Powers yeah. made All-American. That's why he either. was on my list. It, that, that's why he was... I'm glad a I put him on there because I did removal not, for me. did not know that. Yeah. I started with the All-American list. That's that's You started with the All-American list but you had load hold on there and no Jamal Brown. Well, I started with that. I supplemented <laughs> it with where they went in the draft and I believe so load Ben Power higher so in the draft. Not only Jamal was Brown. Ben Powers an All-American, he was a consensus All-American. Who was? Ben Powers. Powers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, into perspective, Kyler Murray was an All-American, but Ben Powers was a consensus All-American. All-American. You mean the guy that won the Heisman wasn't a consensus All-American? Yes. That's, that's ridiculous. That's pretty ridiculous, <laughs> yeah. There might be some bias in that, right? Interesting. Well, let's move on to tight end. We've had a number of good tight ends. We, we've actually had, throughout our history, as we know, great tight ends. If you remember, and, and this mirrors some of the, the Twitter two, polls I've been doing. There's only two here, too. Uh... There's only two here. There's no. I, I would disagree. No, I disagree two. completely. No, no yeah. way. I think there's, there's there's easily three, three that you could have gone with. Yeah. No. There's there's only two right answers. Uh-uh. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I agree with Lucas. I think, um, but I did I'll, narrow I'll down name, to two that I think you're going to agree with. So let me and, go first. I just want to start. Okay. I will, I will let you go first, but let me preamble it with as I'm putting these these Twitter polls out there, and of course I go all time history. Man, we've had some good tight ends, among other players in our history that you wouldn't think a, a, a team. Like, I mean, Keith Jackson is an all-world Obviously. tight end. We really didn't throw the ball, and we didn't throw the yeah. ball that much. And, <laughs> and that guy would play on any team, yes. anytime. So and that's not in the two thousands, and that's not in the two thousands. So and there have been more than go that. With Jermaine Gresham, yes. Mark Andrews, yes. Yeah, that's the two. No, no. you're leaving out Trent, Trent Smith. Smith. I didn't leave anybody out. Trent, Trent Smith. Smith. Trent Smith was. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. And he and couldn't, he couldn't, he was a go to guy. He couldn't He's, hold. He had six touchdowns Jermaine against Gresham Kansas, if I remember right, at a game I was in. And Mark at Andrews jockstrap. 2000. But that's not of the measure four, of a tight end. Ne- never on a football field do you have to hold anyone's jockstrap. You do on my book. In fact, if you do, it's probably a penalty <laughs> of one kind or another. Yeah, you, I mean, it's definitely Gresham and, and Andrews. Agreed. If, with, with two, but. Leave, I agree, Connor agrees, but you're leaving out Trent Smith, and I, I and okay, Trent Smith I'm not was leaving him by out. I said there's two, there's for sure two. Braden Willis was fantastic. Braden Williams was, yeah, w- Willis, Willis, yeah. James Hannah, Hannah, yep. Hannah was very good. Joe John had a good yeah. career, yeah. but again, if you go back in the '90s, we actually had several really productive, very good tight ends, but they weren't of the stature of these guys. Um, Trent Smith was... Calcaterra would have been. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep, you're right. For sure. He would have. You're right. Um, and we'll we'll see coming into this season who... Well, Calcaterra... Is he in the draft? Pretty... I think no, he's already in the NFL. He plays for Calcaterra. the Eagles. Yeah, yeah yep. Calcaterra is, is arguable that, that he should be up there with, with any yeah, of these. Yeah, he plays for the Eagles. And like, then, he's not on the practice squad. Oh, he's yeah. on the team. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to count someone who's very talented at the position... And if you want to give him credit for his diversity, you've got a guy who could be a fullback. He was he was drafted as a fullback, quarterback, and tight end in Blake Bell. 
yeah, who could be called mm, that's a tough one to leave off too. Yeah. He's a tough guy to leave off the. Like, but he, if you he, want a utility player, really he's a full year at OU as tight end, as tight end, right? Yeah. But if you want a utility player, yeah, he's a great utility player. We didn't ever you know, get into that. Well, but and like I said, Braden Mills, great utility, great player. utility yeah. player, absolutely. All right, let's go to wide receiver. So you're going to make me pick three. I've got five, and then I'll, I'll, I'll tell you three and then five. Is that what you want? Yep, give me three. <sighs> All right, C.D. Lamb, Ryan Broyles, and I'm going to th- I'm going to throw you. I'm going to say Mark Clayton. That's the three I've got. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I got two of y'all three, uh, and I've also got D.D. and Sterling. Okay. That's that. That's, that's pretty a, easy. That's five. a very no, and and you, you can, can't argue with that no. list at all. Absolutely. And you go Macam Kelly. You can go. We can keep. Yep. We can Kenny Stills. We can keep going down and talk about super productive, really good guys. But those are the guys I settle on. Connor settles on C.D. Lamb, Mark Clayton, Ryan Broyles, mm. Sterling Shepard, and Kenny Stills. He the only difference. He, he does put Kenny Stills on there. It might be a little bit of of younger guy bias. There. Yeah, he's I don't a, know. You're leaving a big one off. Marquise Brown. Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown. Man. I didn't put Hollywood on mine. I didn't either, but I didn't it's, either. it's hard to leave him off. It is hard so, to leave him off, so especially my, as an OU player. My problem with this specific category <laughs> is it, what I ended up going with was a combination of three players that I feel like if if that's who you had on the field – how are you going to stop I it? thought about that, too. That's right? tough and because I, then you need, like, a possession guy. You need a deep threat. A right. slot guy. Which is kind of what I went with. Right. And so I think I, there's I went with C.D. Lamb because he's the best he's an overall he's player we've ever had. Yeah. I went with Ryan Broyles yeah. because if you need slot. a first down or someone to get open, you've got it. Mm-hmm. You don't want to leave then, the all-time receiving, lead, receiving right. leader and in the history. And off. then I went with, between those, since those two are different players, I went with someone in between that was just almost also uncoverable. And that was Malcolm Kelly. Yeah, yep. and, and I thought to myself, if you had Ceedee Lamb, Malcolm Kelly, and Ryan Broyles, what the hell does are you are gonna you going to do to stop that? <laughs> right. Yeah. But you could you could put in Marquise. But Brown. But none of those three guys are really burners. So if you threw right. a Dede Westbrook Mar- or, or a Marquise, or a Marquise Brown, Brown yeah. on there and left off, well, what if you one threw, of those? Guys? What if you threw a Westbrook and a Marquise Brown on the field at the same time? I'll throw what you, you for do? a relatively old guy. Um, Curveball, Antoine Savage. Antoine Savage, yep. I thought about Antoine him. Antoine that guy was, he was just a monkey wrench. You could throw him the ball, <sighs> those damn bubble screens. It was hard. What, if, he what, would if, turn you just, stuff what if you just wanted to nickel and dime people to death down the field? You could get a Sterling Shepard, like a Joaquin Iglesias. Yes, Joaquin <laughs> was like, on the list. And uh, under Broyles. Yeah. Well, how are you going to stop are you gonna that? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? There's someone open. I could. Every how time. many? I mean, honestly. I'm making it to New York as the quarterback. Yeah. If those are my, if if you give me that offensive line and you give me those receivers, I'm going to get there. I, I mean, we're leaving off Jalen Saunders. Yeah, you're leaving off. Oh yeah, absolutely. You're leaving yes. off Manny Johnson. And he was on there. And he was like, on there. I mean, we're talking. Um, Iglesias was a big yeah. one. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's stupid. The wealth of uh, other than Travis Wilson, other than Travis Alabama Wilson, yeah. and probably Ohio State. There are no other schools in the well, country recently for that sure. over a 20-year period over you could the even 20, sniff full 20 the amount span. of wide receivers. Texas has had their share, but not of this uh, echelon. Not, yeah, no, not of this no, they're, they're not even sniffing ours. No, we haven't. It's Bama but and Ohio State are the only college, two. Uh, USC, Maybe USC college-wise. Yeah. For some reason, our guys, for one reason or another, have not translated to NFL success. Right, right. Till yeah. recently. Till recently. 
Yeah. Which C. Lamb is. Uh, I mean, he's the up fact there. that Malcolm which, Kelly didn't play in the league, I, I, I still have no idea how. That well, he didn't went work. to the Redskins, and that was the yeah. First some problem. of it's luck of the draw, and also it's what they're recruiting, and it, it's kind of like how. OU running backs, with as rich of a tradition as we've had in OU running backs in the last 50 years plus, didn't translate into the NFL the same way. It's just because of the style of play and where they went. And, and a lot of times because those guys are going high in the draft to crap teams and can't produce something with them. So it's... It, and again, I think Connor was Oh, yeah, absolutely. Connor was the only one of us to put stills, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stills is... Solid, yeah. absolute great. Yep. Football, and player. I know we're leaving guys out. Yes, like I sh- we should have pulled up a list because literally there's probably 20 guys over the last 20 years. Oh, I know there is that you could just. No, I mean, when I started with my list, it was ridiculous how many wide receivers. Yeah, I, w- I was just like, how many do we get? Do I get? Do we get 11? <laughs> yeah, do I get just a team so of wide hard. receivers? I mean, we left Didi off, and he he's yeah. only Blitnikoff when we got. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's tremendous. <laughs> yeah. So, so what's crazy is. Here's here's all American wide receivers starting from 2000. The first one doesn't hit the board until Mark Clayton in 03. Mark Clayton in 04. Yeah, you can't leave him off the list. <laughs> and then you've got but, but you did. Royals, Royals in 10 and 11. No brainer. <laughs> then you got Didi in 16. And Marquise in 18 and Lamb in 19. Yeah. Very solid. And what's sad is the guys that we've had in the last few years who could be, should be on that list, but flamed out for whatever different reasons between coaching and their own personal issues and all of that. It's just sad to know the talent that what they could have been in, in this, in this uh, elite group. I mean, I thought Hazelwood was the next CD land. Oh, absolutely. And it just didn't work. And, I mean, Can you imagine bridges, going back I mean, to that recruiting class and, and telling us how bad all of that was going to go none down? Of those for three, those guys? The, the entire top, we had three of the top five receivers in the country, and none yeah. of them worked out. And even if you, <laughs> even after the first year, and the number one quarterback, yeah. <laughs> and after the first year, if you said, "By the way, this is as good as it gets for these guys," it's downhill from there. Yeah, They're one just, of them's going to try corner. Yeah, one of them's going to try <laughs> uh, assault with a deadly weapon. Yeah. Well, let's go to fullback. We've had a number of very solid fullbacks. Oh, man. There's another position uh-huh. that at Oklahoma, I don't know of another school. Yeah, unless maybe like a Wisconsin or some, right. somebody. That can but they're But they're just blocking out. fullbacks. Right. When you're talking about diverse, diverse pass catching, blocking. Running. All of it. It's Oklahoma for sure. And what's interesting position. is you can give Lincoln a lot of credit for for using for that. that guy. Because yeah. it was well, a very non-traditional threat down the field that he turned absolutely. into a threat down the field. Yeah, but we had from 2000. Yes, I mean, absolutely. When you start with Seth Luttrell. Seth Luttrell. And you go up to... Uh, but he wasn't a threat down the field. No. But he was but just a great fullback. extremely productive. Right. Yeah. But I'm talking like pre-Lincoln. Matt yeah. Clapp, we're still talking like... Matt Clapp. Yeah, we're still talking yeah. five guys you needed a lead before blocker. Lincoln got here. You needed a lead blocker. Incredible. Uh, Matt Clapp was your lead blocker. Who is oh, I, I'm Gronkowski? Gonna, yeah, Gronkowski. I was going to say Gronkowski. who was the, yeah. the. I want to call him the, the Nebraska guy. That, yeah. like, that's the kind of guy you expect to be on that kind of a team. He was just incredible in yeah. terms of blocking and, and get it. You need a yard, give him yeah. the ball. Dimitri Flowers is mine, and, and yep. Connors. Uh, Artie Reynolds is another one. Uh, there's just there's a lot Millard. of guys. But, 
Millard. Trey Millard, yeah. Uh, uh, Millard, yeah. I got Flowers. Is Flowers the is the guy. Trey though. Millard's up there, though. Flowers is the most athletic. Is yeah. Probably why. I mean, Jeremiah Hall was fantastic. Yep. I don't count Willis as a fullback. Yeah. No. Because I mean, that H back is in the last couple of years has been more of a tight end. So right. I don't count that, but Flowers was maybe the first time I recognized a fullback that could go 45 yards down the field and catch a football. Well, mm-hmm. he actually played running back. In, you know what I mean? Was it the Iowa State game? All but the I mean, running backs were had, out. You're right. We're he, out, but he, he had, was our running back that game. But he right. had the, he had <laughs> yes, the hands. Yes, that's right. Most of the time, traditionally, you do, they were you, all injured. you do not throw a 40-yard pass to a fullback. Yeah. Right? Right. You just don't. Yeah. No. And, well, you don't see fullbacks hurdle people and, and stiff arm at the same time. And he, was, he would catch balls. Trey he would, he would catch shoelace passes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of running backs, he was just a big guy in a in a wide receiver's heart. Yeah. <laughs> he was, uh, yeah. So, running back, we've had a wealth of great running backs. In fact, <sighs> if you make me not take the top three that I've listed here, and I have to go to the next three, those are amazing, amazing running backs that I'm stuck with. <laughs> stuck with. But of course. We're going to go so how with... How many are you going with? I've got three, okay. and I'll list them in, in, in order. Three I'll do three easily. Uh, and I think that's legitimate to say three. Connor's got three. We have the same three. And honestly, I'm going to say in no particular order, because I think you can do that. No, I don't think you can. I think you can. There's one guy. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Remember my num- from last year, this time, my number one running back of all time, or is during the season, is DeMarco Murray. Number one all-time OU running back is DeMarco Murray. No. Next is Adrian Peterson. Next is Joe Mixon. Mm-hmm. Same list for Connor. I have those three as well. Mm-hmm. I agree. But it's Adrian Peterson number one. I don't think so. And I've got Mixon two, and I've got DeMarco two. With, with DeMarco's ability to do kick returns, with his ability to catch the ball. Which is why he's a great third-string running back. Everything he does. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? And we're leaving off. Samaje, Samaje Piran, that has the, <laughs> the, the most Listen, the most rushing yardage in NCAA history. This is what I want to see in a single game. I want to see the diamond formation. Oh my god! With Kyler Murray, Adrian Peterson, Nixon, DeMarco, and Murray. DeMarco Murray. Exactly. Exactly. Can see, you imagine? I want to see. I don't put, I put and Samaje. I put Samaje in there instead of DeMarco. No, I, I want to see just, right. just because For of the, the size position. Yeah, yeah. Like, Samaje is true. Yes. I want the camera to pan over to the defensive coordinator on the opposing team. <laughs> Crying. Just like taking <laughs> bottles of Tums and just like, how do I make this call? What do I do? <laughs> you know, I think it's straight vodka at that point. I think they're done. Uh, that just would be so <sighs> unstoppable. Yeah. And you do. You're leaving off so many great productive running backs. I mean, you just start running down the lit. Damian Williams. You, you're just talking about so many yeah. guys that yeah, produce. Yeah, you take, you take that diamond off. To, to get a breather, mm-hmm. and you still run the diamond formation on the next round, and you've got P. Ryan, Kennedy Brooks, Kennedy Brooks yep. and Ramondre Stevenson or something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, Ramondre what Stevenson, Damian like, Williams. Uh, I mean, going, going, even going deeper back into the history, Quentin Griffin. Yeah. I yeah. mean, um, what are you going to do? Oh, who is the cat that... Uh, Alan. Rodney Anderson. Allen. Rodney, Rodney, oh, Rodney Anderson. Rodney Anderson. I mean, yeah. Oh, my Jesus. gosh. Y'all are, like, not even mentioning him. Yes, I mean, exactly. Yes, also Rodney made my short list. Um, who, was, who was the guy that uh, 
Alan Patrick. Yes, yeah, Alan, Alan Patrick. Patrick. Absolutely. Chris yeah. Brown. Chris Brown. I mean, yeah, these guys we just forget about. Oh my God, it's insane. Yeah, it. Brendan Clay even the, for the, a season did, was awesome. I mean, put him with these other you know, any oh. of the other guys we've mentioned, like we said. Like if you can rotate through, even if you go with a a strict single back set, Who's and you're going to do it one Trey per Sermon. quarter. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, he was he didn't even get to play yeah. the whole his whole career. That's right, Trey who Sermon. Oh kid, my gosh, yeah. Who was the kid who was a JUCO? From here in Oklahoma, that had just an incredible season. What um, year? Oh gosh, was Damian Williams not? He had a funny running style, and he didn't look like he was going to run away from you. But he had like a long seventy-yard run against Texas. I'm drawing a blank. Who had the ninety-nine-yard run against Texas? He, that's the kid that transferred out. No, that wasn't it was, Texas. It was, it was Damien Williams. Was Damien, it? yeah. Was that the night? No, it was Damien Williams. Okay. Yeah. That was the night. That's what I was thinking, because had that big block. Uh, Kansas. Um, no, I guess Baylor was the longest Baylor, one. yeah, yeah. That kid transferred out, because he fumbled. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Um, he got on this crap list. See that lighter. Yeah. Oh, this is going to bug me. Yeah, look it up. we got to figure this out before we move on to the climax. But there's just so much talent. There's just so I mean, many even, guys. I mean, pleasure... Pleasure was yes, decent, Pledger. but never. But he had he had fumble issues and left. I mean, he had fumble issues, but come on, we're splitting hairs on yeah. this. Oh my gosh! It it really speaks to how solid of a program we've been over this time period of twenty three years, and as well, just how much we've I did rewarded not, ourselves I did not in that realize position. That Keywon Jones was twentieth all time on the rushing list. Yeah, Kingwon Jones. I mean, yeah. his son about to come Started here. Started over Adrian Peterson for a season. He's yeah. got more yards than six games, five games. Elvis Peacock, Billy Vessels, yeah. Thomas Lott, Steve Davis. Now, a lot of those guys ran with other guys, though. Steve Davis Jack was a quarterback. Mildred. Jack Mildred was a quarterback. Yeah, he was a quarterback. So, but those guys also played with a lot of other talent. Yeah. And they played in the wishbone. That's true, where but they also ran it 70 left, times in a game. Run. True, <laughs> so, true. If you but, split their carries, yeah. they still probably had and you 20 carries to, in a game. Uh, um, Patrick Collins and Anthony Stafford, you know, those two were just tremendous. And they were splitting carries a lot. They had a lot yeah. of yards, but they're splitting carries. Um, it, it It is something that's different in these different styles. But you, you, you could run an I-formation with any <sighs> of these guys, and you'd just be dominant. Yeah, insanity. It, and almost all of them. I mean, them, when you went from Peterson straight into DeMarco. Yeah, that, that, that's just tremendous. That's yeah. why on my list of guys that played together. And even more ridiculous is the Mixon-Piron combo. Yep. I mean, and Mixon missed that first year he right, sat out. Right, So we only got two years of Mixon. Right. And three years of Piron. Yeah. I mean. So I'll say back to my Twitter poll where I did say any two guys that played together at, to any degree, you get to have them. Those are three combinations that are pretty unbelievable. Joe Washington and Billy Sims, um, Adrian Peterson and DeMarco Murray, and Joe Mixon and Samadre Piran, who did play together yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Those are three well, unbelievable combinations. <laughs> you could go Kiwan. Oh, yes. You could go Kiwan Jones, Peterson, and yeah. DeMarco. Yeah. It's like, holy crap. This is just, it's <laughs> tremendous. It really is tremendous. I mean, all three of those guys played national championship games. Yep. Yeah, that's right. In fact, one of them, if he would have gotten the ball, we would have won a national championship, I believe. If Kiwan Jones would have gotten the ball. Well, if DeMarco Murray had played the 08 national championship yeah. game, we win that one. I think you're right. All right. If you can find that guy, let's find him. But then we got to move to quarterback. I can't. I can't. 
Go ahead. I don't. All right. We'll come back to it. Oh, I know. The kid from Langston. Yes. Yes. Oh, who was that dude? He came He came from Langston. Yeah, he was a Juco. Yes. He was a nobody. What year are we talking about? Oh, man. I don't know. 12? He was He was a walk-on. He wasn't even on scholarship the first year he was here. He was He was a walk-on from Langston University. Nope. Um, oh, Keith Ford. We didn't even talk about him. Yeah, he was Ford. Good. No, he was a walk-on from Langston University. Got a scholarship and, and only had one year left on scholarship. Okay. I don't know what year that would have been, but I remember for sure he was from Langston. 14, 15? Dominique Whaley. Dominique Whaley. Whaley. Oh, wow. Uh, That's yeah. a forgotten guy. He did have a big He had, <laughs> he a, big had a huge was, season. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And a lot of those guys get forgotten because that was the, the weird in-between time where Stoops was struggling, and we try to forget those years. Um, but... A lot of production and a lot of great games, for sure. Yeah, he yeah. Had. Whaley walked on. Yep. yep, from Langston. Well, let's talk about quarterback. I remember stories that he, you know, he couldn't eat with the team because he was a walk on. <laughs> you know, they've changed those rules now, right? Where the walk ons yeah, can, right? Can because it used to just be preferred walk ons uh-huh. could eat with the team and do that kind he of stuff. He had zero division one offers. It went to Langston. Yeah, he had one season. That's good recall. He fantastic. wasn't thrilled with the way the coaches used him at Langston. <laughs> So we decided to walk on, on OU. at OU, the top program around. How about that? Crazy. Who decides that? Crazy. Well, and, and like I said, Ramondre. I mean, oh, what, that yeah, the year absolutely. that he missed the first six six games. Oh, it was we could barely run the ball to get him back. We could barely run the ball. That it year. changed everything. It changed it all. It probably in. was two more victories that year. Yeah, because we lost the, the we lost to Iowa we State, lost Kansas two games. State. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah, but. I mean, if he'd have had a full year, he would have been. He might have been an All American if he had the full season. <laughs> a lot of things might have been different yeah. if he would have had a full year. Yeah. Well, let's talk about quarterback. It's obviously Hibble, and that's um, <laughs> Landry Jones, you idiot. <laughs> so, Not politics. So, oh, politics. <laughs> um, so, all right. There's two. There's there's been so many good quarterbacks. Again, this is a position where you can make me not take the top two, mm-hmm. and we're going to be stuck with some pretty damn talented people. We can just talk about them. Obviously, Jason White. Obviously, Sam Bradford. Um, Landry Jones, a very productive quarterback. Landry Jones is, should not be on anyone's list. No, he shouldn't. But he's you mean all time OU passing yes. leader or yardage yes. leader? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Leader. How Correct. about that? that You're Landry taking Jones? that guy. You're not going to take him off the list. But but you'd be, you'd take him, if you got the rest of this lineup, you'd take him and we'd win every national championship there was. Would you take him over Dylan Gabriel? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, That is a no-brainer. I hope to, to eat those words in the I coming season, say, but it would not happen. I was going to say Davis Bevel. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You can clip this for later in the for the end of the year pod <laughs> that we're saying Landry over Dylan Gabriel. I would take Landry over Dylan Gabriel. Yeah. I hope it comes back to bite us. I hope ass. it comes back to bite us. I would love Gabriel to have some amazing uh, season. Absolutely, and and you look at a guy like like uh, Josh Heupel, who with everything he accomplished, you have to. There's nostalgia the in it and all arm that. Strength. But yeah, but the guy accomplished so much he with what he had, had to, to work with. He just had it. The it. He had the it factor. He had the new offense that nobody knew how to defend is what he had. He had that. In my opinion. I think the brain drops. He knew where to go with the ball. Quickly. Quickly. If you put him on any of these other teams the other guys had, the actual teams that they had, 
with a with a full complement of talent, it would have been pretty amazing what he would have accomplished. I don't think he would have put up Baker numbers. I don't think he would have put up Kyler numbers. I, don't I think, think he with the style of numbers. offense and the offense that was different, he might actually. I don't know if he would have put, put up the up numbers either. Those three guys, I don't but think he would have. But that's not what made him tremendous. So good. Yeah. He would have put up better numbers than he his did. His decision making. And his decision making was I don't know phenomenal. that he puts up, man. He had a lot of I don't, I don't dislike, I don't dislike Heupel. He had like 20 so picks So we're not that going year. there, but I'm going to say if you put him in place of Jason White, he doesn't do any better. No. He doesn't do as good as Bradford. He doesn't do as good as Mayfield. I no. think he does. His, I, think, I think he does uh, what Landry Jones did. I, I, I no, think if he gets I think three, those three or four years. That's probably true. I think it may be, I'm in between the two. He supplants I think Jones. he would be better well, than you're saying, but had not as good as these. He incredible defense, too. Yes. He did, but he... He had incredible decision making. That we weren't scoring like the Bradford when we had the six games in a row of sixty. But the plus. offense was the different only then. person that really squandered having that type of defense is Hibble. Yeah, and Hibble had good. Hibble had a defense had that was he just didn't. almost. Well, he didn't have the line. He didn't have the line. He was he getting have destroyed. The line. He like, was. He was. Yeah. Yeah. He got knocked. So he had another concussion. guy. Hibble probably is an Landry Jones. If you want a, a, an analog there, those two are probably interchangeable. I put. I think Hibble would have probably done more than Landry Jones. Yeah. In that era. Yeah. Or or very comparable, but yeah. maybe better. Yeah. Well, anyway, Landry the two got guys thrust into crap too. Though. Yeah. The, oh, absolutely. Yeah, but the line that the line Hibble had in '01 and. Oh, two was not, bad. The lines were not very. It was good. very weak. Well, we're going to go with Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray, obviously. Um, those weren't my two. Those were not your I've two. Got, I've got Kyler and who, Baker. Yeah, who you got? I don't have Baker and Kyler. I've got Kyler and Baker. Well, I just I'm just saying the two. And, and we'll, if we want to pick, I'm going to pick Baker. You're going to pick Kyler. Yes. I had, I'm I not going to disagree with you. I picked three. Okay. I debated on two and three. The reason I put this person at number two. It's because I was hypothetically putting him on my team. Jackson Arnold? Yes. One is Kyler. Two, I put Sam. Only because in, in my scenario, if you give him the Trent Williams, Jamal Brown, we had, Creed line. He had yeah. the Jamal Brown. But had, I'm just saying, you give that to him and he's yeah. going to he's gonna do whatever he wants. I mean, he had Vince Carter. He had, had, he I mean, had a good line. That 08 line was... Yeah. Fantastic. And yeah. look what he that only line as a group and look, and look is, what he did. is as right. good as anything so put until the Baker line. My, my, my hardest one to decide, and I ultimately went with three, was... Baker or Jason White? No. Oh. No. Hmm. If I didn't put those two, Hurts? who could it be? Hurts? No. I think you're no. solely by the NFL career. I agree. On the Hurts. No, that could be true. Not because to say, not we to say that he's not... But I'm saying if you were making a team right have the now. Deep, he doesn't have the deep threat. No. But if you were putting no. together a team hard right no. now. Hard no. Hurts is so hard, hard to stop. Hard no. He is, with his running the ability. Kansas City Chiefs disagree. With his running ability, you, I could I could maybe see him over Jason White because after the knee injuries he couldn't run. Bradford's, Bradford went through dimes. Dimes. And he had, his arm was so accurate and... And his Strong. brain was good, too. Yes. Bradford was everything you could ever want to have a pocket passer. Absolutely. Yes. But Hurts, being able to do the – and he was only here for the one year. So that that hurts a little bit. Right. Ha, <laughs> ha, Yeah, but so was Kyler. 
Yeah. yeah. But and, Kyler, and it doesn't hurt. No. And he just like, that's how great Kyler was. Yeah. Kyler, Kyler's the number one for me just because of the one year. Over you the are going to have year. a damn hard time def- going def- against a Jalen Hurts. If your opponent, opponent Jalen Hurts, you are going to have a really hard freaking time stopping look, that guy. Look at it as the opposing defensive coordinator. I would rather go against Sam Bradford than Jalen Hurts. Agreed. Which sounds ridiculous. I don't know if that's true. But I think it's strictly because... Hurts moves the chains. Yeah, if it's third and six... Sam's Whole probably Sam's there. probably going to find a receiver to get getting the six yards or ten yards or whatever, but Hertz doesn't have to have the receiver get open. He can get it on its own, and that that's the difference in hmm. where he would rank. But I don't know. It's it's impossible. I don't disagree with any of it. At the same time, I want to say Jalen Hurts is the only one of all of them who has. A weakness, and that's the deep ball. That nineteen line. His weakness is the deep ball. That None of those guys have a weakness. Was not any good. I think the NFL would beg to differ. Yeah, they were pretty the strong. Line? They ben were Powers pretty strong. And, uh, no, it was the eighteen. Orlando line. Brown. Yeah, they no, were pretty strong. Ben Powers and Orlando Brown, and Creed Humphrey. They yeah, were all Creed in the Humphrey. nineteen team. I think they were pretty strong. I don't think so. I think you had Samia. Look it up. I think they're I pretty, think yeah, so. Samia is on there too. They all left with Kyler. I don't think so. I don't know. Cody Ford was... did. I, I just Orlando feel did. like Orlando was there for. I just I mean, feel Creed like wasn't. Creed, Creed was there. I don't feel like you're wrong. I just feel like he's not. If you're gonna judge it off a of full OU career, that's why I give the edge to Baker. That and football player. And also, as a fan who I want to root for, and there's Baker stole my heart and will always be that way. And yeah. I long for another player that can do that. And I know that's maybe some intangibles that aren't necessarily yeah. on most people's list, but those are meaningful. Again, I'm not going to argue against I mean, watching him throw a 60 yard bomb and then run down the field to celebrate. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's all ingrained in our minds. Absolutely. Not and to mention, we went to Tennessee together. And that was the coming out party. Well, and, and, and then he, the Ohio State shutting them to, up, planting the flag. Well, he That's had to, our, he we'll had never to bring that. it from from the depths of where it was yeah. to elevate it to that highest plateau. Whereas Kyler was sort of handed a lot of that. Yeah. Um, again, I'm not going to argue. No, if no. you make me choose any of them, he didn't I'm have in. Those offensive linemen. Nope. Who was on there? Who did Hurts have? He had Daryl Simpson. Eric Swenson, um, Creed. Creed, Creed. He had um, Marquise Hayes and Tyrese Robinson. Tyrese yeah. Robinson was pretty good. Yeah, but that's that's nowhere near the offensive line that the guys had. No. That's true. But he also had nowhere near the success. I mean, you've all. Well, you also, yes, have, he did. Hurts had an incredible season. He finished second in the Heisman. He had he a had incredible, incredible season. Year. He did not have the success of those guys. He, he, he struggled in games. Just str- like everybody else. He struggled <laughs> in games. He had yeah, true. Yeah. And, and I mean, he, he won it. us the Baylor game single-handedly. He single-hand Yeah, I mean, absolutely <laughs> after whatever we did to almost lose the Baylor game. He almost I'll lost us the Texas forget, game in a way that was just I mean, pathetic. We all went to UCLA together. I'm not trying to knock the guy. In the first the first series, he he took off running and had a 50-yard touchdown run. Oh, he's yeah. great. He literally just he ran like up the 80, middle. It was like 80 yards. The guy was like 50 is yards great. just right up the middle. The guy is great. 
No doubt about it. it He's just not on my I mean, short list. This, but do you want to hear his stats? You want to hear his stats for that season? Sixty-nine percent completion, thirty-eight hundred yards, so eleven point three per attempt. Thirty-two touchdowns, eight picks, and is that just passing? That's just passing. He had. 1,298 yeah. rushing yards and 20 rushing touchdowns. Well, yeah. Very strong. Very strong. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> so he had 50, season. he had 52 total touchdowns. Total touchdowns. Yeah. Well, that beats very out, strong. that beats out Jason White's incredible years and but, Bradford's. But don't, don't get, he had a receiving no, 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 no. <laughs> don't get infatuated with stats though, because the game is different than when Jason White played. He averaged 5.6 yards a carry and had 1,300 yards. And it's a totally unfair comparison or or argument here, in a sense. But the only way to compare him is to compare him to Baker or Kyler, and he was second to both of them and third behind the, the other two, behind both we of them We just said his line was worse. I know, but he. if you want to look at stats, he didn't produce any of the things those guys produced. Look at Baker's year before well, he, he went to Heisman. He got a second to Heisman, and he lost in the playoffs. I don't. He's great. I'm not arguing he's not great. I'm just saying those are probably better numbers than Baker. I'm taking. Yeah. I'm taking Baker I'm sure over over Jalen Hurts. I'm, in a football game tomorrow. Yeah. Out here, you give me Jalen Hurts, you can take Baker. All right. We'll tomorrow. <laughs> Set it up. I love Baker. Yeah. Love him to death. This. I. The, the I don't. Entire, I don't know how you go against Jalen Hurts. In this discussion, it's impossible to pick. The receivers. Yeah, nobody's right. No one's wrong. The receivers, you can pick five for sure, even though there were fan, a, a ton yeah. of awesome ones. Yeah. Running back, you can pick three for sure, mm-hmm. even though there's tons of great options there. Mm-hmm. Quarterback, it's impossible to pick out of six guys. I know. I mean, because yeah, you can't argue. When you've got White, Bradford, White, Baker, Kyler, Hurts, that's five. That's five. Yeah. And, and you've got. Three Heisman winners <laughs> and a runner-up. And should have been. And, and easily could have been. No, four Heisman. Sorry, four Heisman and winners, winners and, and a runner-up. And a runner-up. You could throw Caleb And then a runner-up in Heupel. You, you but, could have said Caleb Williams. <laughs> yeah, but no. Not at OU. No, not at OU. Not at OU. Not even close. I mean, he may be the first back-to-back back Heisman winner since Archie Heisman. Griffin. You're right. But, no, you're right. You've got five guys if, there. If Lincoln he doesn't might. leave and he stays and Caleb stays. Caleb's on that list. Yep. He, win, he probably wins list. He wins the Heisman at OU. Absolutely. Right, likely. And we go 10, 11 know, wins. 10 and 2 yeah. or 11 and 1 or whatever we it go. It would have been hard to see. We could, we could talk about that a lot because the defense definitely had a fall off. And it would have been interesting to see if he could have kept that thing together because the offense had a fall off too. Yeah, but we lost well, four USC's games by three points. Sucked too. I, don't, I, mean, I guess you're going to assume that we're going to get uh, what's his face from uh, – Pitt, yeah. who transfers in and that kind of stuff. I think that's entirely possible. We lose oh, him and You're Mims probably and right, yeah. but it's going to take some things. It's not just Caleb. It doesn't matter. Even no, Caleb. Mims was leaving, remember? Oh, that's yeah. right. He was going Caleb to TCU. Alone, Caleb alone gives us three points in four of those games that we lost. So Yeah. yeah. But it didn't happen. And he but didn't So I just named five guys. I know. Four, four Heisen winners and a runner-up. And we're not even counting Heupel any of those or Hibble five, or Landry. Any of those five with the guys we put together – and you, no one's beaten us ever. That's such a hard. And another that's thing hard. that's interesting that we can say that not many programs could say. There's only a, a handful, literally five programs that probably could claim this. Maybe fewer than that. That the team we just put together in the last 23 years of football that no one could compete with. 
Alabama could could mount a team. And Clemson that would be could all mount from a team. Recent. Ohio State could mount a team. Yeah. Uh, USC. I don't know if you USC probably yeah, yeah USC going back could. Thousands. Yeah, yeah USC going back could. Leinert and Bush yeah. and, and yeah. Texas probably could. Where? Fuck Texas. Texas what, what probably they could. They don't have anyone in the pros. They don't have any, they don't have oh, any all Americans. Over the last 23 years? No. Well, Absolutely. The, well, they're, the they're missing. Backfield and they've got nothing right. in the last they decade. Would have, they would have a guy each year for the last 23 years. Yeah, it would be, it'd be a struggle. They've had they're nothing in the last decade outside of B. John Robinson probably. But, yeah. I mean. Oh, the, I don't know this, like but Kenny I bet they've had or some. Or? I bet they've definitely had some. Offensive and defensive linemen that are completely off. No, their offensive line, their, their the offensive line, line has been really bad for twenty years. No, they they, they haven't had a. I they bet they've had a guy. Draft. They haven't had an offensive line since like oh seven like or oh eight or so last crazy. year. Well, maybe not, Stupid. but I I would I would bet I, we Texas have some doesn't bias. Make that list. I don't think Texas it's makes OU, list either. Alabama, Ohio State, probably Clemson, U- USC. Oh, US, definitely Clemson. Definitely Clemson. Maybe Florida. Over Florida had years, a pretty good over run. Over twenty in years, I bet the you Urban can, I bet That's you probably can, it. I bet you can put more teams in. I bet Penn Who? State could field a team like that. Uh, I don't know. They, I, they're oh, like, all right, I'm going to argue Penn State, LSU, 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 LSU probably is there. In. Yeah, LSU's there. They could go off just probably five years of They'd LSU go off 2019 because of offense. <laughs> oh no, don't overrate that. That's a few players, but that's not an entire 22. I don't but know. That's NFL, it. The NFL begs to differ, probably. Huh? Oh, I don't. Wide receiver Justin Jefferson's, and yeah. I mean, they... very good. But I mean, yeah, we could go look at all. Yeah, guys, we did not pick on right. you that have had to NFL careers. Right. So yeah, my point so remains maybe, maybe ten teams. There's, over oh, the last I, don't, years. I don't think there's five. I, more than five. No. I mean, if you're gonna say if you're gonna say I'm te- taking Texas out because yeah, I don't think, and I think you might be right, but you Penn State's out then probably too. I don't know I don't if Notre think, Dame nope. could say so. They haven't had a quarterback in 20 years. I don't think like, Brady yeah, Quinn's the closest so. thing they've had to And not like, quarterback would be Penn State's and problem would be quarterback deep. too. Yeah, and not sorry. five deep. And that's no, one of the things yeah, that sets so OU we, apart. Bama, Ohio State, LSU, LSU, Florida, USC, USC, Clemson, Clemson. At six, we're at six. Um, Illinois. No. <laughs> I wonder how Oregon. Would yeah, be. Oregon's interesting. Oregon I, I may don't think have top to bottom. I defense don't think so. top to bottom. Go. Top to bottom. No, not defense. No, I'm not. I'm not saying our level on that, but I'm just saying conversation. Yeah, in the you conversation, could, you could no. maybe pull. No, you, you I mean we named a six starting for sure. roster of Oregon could could hand could hang. Defense and offense. I don't think players. so. Defense and offense. I don't. I don't think, so. think Michigan can do it. No, I don't think Michigan could do it. I Their think problems. I'm going to stick with those six. Well, Georgia. I don't think Georgia could do I it. I bet the last. I bet you could take the last five years of Georgia and build an insane squad. Well, we're the last gonna, five, but even then well, you're still right, just. I'm going to say last minute. twenty-three years, and you're going to only be on the last five with Georgia, and it's not that strong. It's just not. Okay. Top to bottom, it's not quarterback, especially you, except Matthew Stafford. Yeah, just not not that strong. And then and then when you look Justin at Justin Fields. Then when you look at eh, depth, none of these guys <laughs> have depth. How many teams does he get to claim? <laughs> No, Speaking of, very few of these teams can have the depth that we've had at these positions. No, and that just speaks to how good we've Speaking been. Speaking of, did you see? Did I sent you all that on Twitter. The Spencer Rattler, mm-hmm. he went on the Bussing with the Boys podcast. Yeah. yeah, that was good. And he said, "They said, well, how do you feel about you know Ohio State trying to claim Burrow?" And he's right. like, "No, you can't do that." Blah, blah, right, blah. right, right. And they go, well, "What do you? What about if OU fans try to claim you when you're doing well in the pros?" Yeah. And he said, "I hope they wouldn't do that. I don't think they should." Is what Rattler said. 
I can see that opinion, and I and I've always I'm a little ambivalent about any time we claim a guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm the who same. went same, somewhere else. I um, won't claim Caleb. Right. No. And I no. mean, even well, if, it's like Bama. The whole Bama claiming hurts thing. Right. Now that one has more. That one has me. more credibility to me. Yes, it does because he got benched for freshman in the national. Because game? he came back and won it. Won well, not just that, but he had a, a he had a phenomenal year before Tua got there. Yeah. Then he had a really good year until when that Tua game. Got hurt. And so then he, he won, two, and he won. Them. He had two full seasons of awesomeness, and he won the SEC title when he came back. Yeah, in. and then yeah. the the last year he won this. Yeah, he won so that's the, the most title. questionable one. And and to me, it comes down to one, what he did on the field for a guy for for a team, and then two, how does that person feel about it? And if they don't want to claim it, then I don't think we. And Hertz does claim it. He, yeah, mean, he does. Yeah, I mean. He's OU and Alabama guy, and I'm fine with which that, which makes perfect sense. But but Burrow's not an I Ohio think, State and LSU I guy. Think, I mean, I think if you are Justin a, Fields isn't a Georgia and Ohio State isn't guy. an OU and nope. South Carolina. If you're guy. a one and done somewhere, and you spent three four years somewhere else, I think That's both different. schools can probably fight. absolutely right. But absolutely. Rattler had a year and a half here, right? And he'll and have a year and a half. There, have two years, two years there. there. Well, yeah. and we're all assuming, and there's a presumption within that question. That anyone's asking him, and no one's asking him right now. Asking who? Rattler, who well, he claims. They did ask him. No, no one's asking. The guys in the South Carolina um, podcast are asking him. No, that one. That's a national podcast. Whatever. With the boys. That's no one. That's asking. Taylor Lewan and Will Compton. No one's asking him. No one cares. If he gets, and I hope he does. I like the kid, and I and I like South Carolina. I hope he gets to the pros. No, and there's, no, I think he'll have a chance. And there's to go an actual high. conversation. But at this point, there's not a conversation because he hasn't achieved anything enough to for anyone to say, do we care? It's like Trace Ford. Will Trace Ford claim Oklahoma State or will he claim Oklahoma? Well, let's find out if the guy actually can produce and get to the next level before we even worry about that conversation. I think it's interesting you say you like Spencer Rattler because I don't think any of us really did. Because it seems to me from what I've heard around circles is that he was not a very good locker room guy no i agree that's what i've heard so, too i don't know that i can say that i ever really i've changed i didn't really ever love i, I no. definitely didn't love him but i mean i was I glad wanted, we had him yeah, yeah. When he i came was in. excited for the potential right i, I was too but, because watching him in high school no i've been hype yeah and the throws and when in high school well, when he, he made last year in high no school. but when he made mm-hmm. the right reads yeah and threw the football it was beautiful he throws a beautiful, beautiful ball football. yep so, I've been a roller coaster ride with him, and I wasn't chanting it, but I was a "We want Caleb" guy. And then throughout everything, as it's all transpired, new information's come to light, and I'm rooting for the kid. And I like him because I think he's been through a lot of. And I did think at the time, and I think the record would show. I felt like the kid got a raw deal even before the Lincoln stuff all came down, and he leaves. I felt like the kid was caught in the crossfire. I, I thought he was, he was actually in a bad position where he was one of the first kids in NIL and he got some bad influences. It's kind of like Marcus Dupree. And Marcus Dupree's kind of come full circle for me years ago, obviously, and for most OU fans, where we're, now we embrace him and we love him. When he first left, we were like, good riddance, let's get the, get this guy out of here after we got through our period of, of, of anger and all the other emotions. So I'm rooting for the kid, and I like him from that standpoint. I was impressed by the interview he gave. I thought he sounded very down-to-earth and intelligent. 
He had a lot of good things to say. It seemed like he had a grasp of the things. I'm rooting for the kid and hope he does well. Um, if, if he's resentful, I hope he's not resentful of OU, but I hope he understands it. Yeah, I thought booed he was, off the field. I thought he was very immature in the way he handled it, but again, then again, he got booed off the field. So I mean, I hope South Carolina wins the SEC this year. Yeah. Absolutely. Fine by me. Here's, the, here's my disappointment with Rattler, and I don't even know that's his fault or who, whoever you want to blame for this. The way that that season ended with us beating Florida and you know we got Ramondre back we got Perkins back we got um who else we get back there's one other person yeah the three the the three three guys anyways Bridges that season ended so well and he was getting better Mm -hmm. and then to come out and just just flounder yeah those first games I mean he was throwing interceptions that you're like you're the You're throwing first, to a triple covered guy. The first yep. game of against the year, he whoever threw it to was. triple coverage yeah. against uh, yeah, whoever the freak that was. Oh, it was Tulane. Uh, Tulane, but it wasn't just once; it was a yeah. bunch of times. Yeah. yeah, But how you go? Yep. How you yep. um, digress? It, it, it just showed us lack of work ethic and so many. Well, he's things. On, he's on TikTok or whatever, doing the backwards passes and yeah. all the yeah. between the legs shit or whatever he was trying to do to be. He's got rattler thigh pads, right? Yeah, he had, right. he had like rattlesnake thigh yeah. pads and right. He bought into his hype too much. Too much. But, again, he's a kid. Yeah. I totally understand it. I don't dislike him because of that. I don't like hearing stuff about locker room that oh, you know, yeah, he was kind sure. of a prima donna. And oh, all absolutely. That. That's the stuff I don't care for. But there's also immaturity involved, and that's understandable. Um, it seems like he's got his act together. The people of South Carolina like him. Bieber obviously had a relationship with him here and thought enough of him to bring him there. So, he must have seen maybe him getting more mature and be worth the risk of well, bringing Well, what's interesting, there. too, is, I mean, was Caleb better? Yeah, I Should don't know. Caleb have played against Tulane? Yeah, Lincoln might have been right. You I know what I mean? Know. Like, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's it, it, And it speaks to, it's a... I mean, with, would on, Caleb, would with on, on-field been, results compared to last year, you'd have to say but Caleb I mean, was, Would was, Caleb have been, have been that been much cry. further but, along? But not based Texas, on what most right? of what Caleb did when he actually played, you know? Caleb threw up a bunch of jump balls, and they happened yeah. to land, and a lot, of, and he did a lot of squirrely stuff that happened to work. Um, His legs. To me, that goes back to a knock against Lincoln and the entire staff of, of player development and not getting guys in the right position. So... Uh, it, boy, what a weird time! What a what a lot of squandered potential, yep. and it shows you how quickly or how close you can cut it between having lots of talent and actually producing. Like I wonder what the recruiting guys would compare Jackson Arnold to a Caleb Williams coming out of high school, huh? Because what's Brent going to do? What's Brent going to do if he's got Jackson Arnold that just can't be stopped at practice? Right? <laughs> Hopefully he plays him. But they're not go they're not going to do that. And they shouldn't probably unless <laughs> it's so clear cut because there's a difference between practice and what you've seen. If it's a tie, do you do it? I don't know. No. I say younger guy every time. Well, and and actually I If it's a 50-50 tie, Give me the young guy. I can see the argument for because it, you and I made it. through the roof. It depends on... There's a big picture. And there's if a you think picture. his brain can handle that he is going to have disappointments. There's a big picture there. And so, back when Jalen Hurts came, 
I was someone who raised the concern, do we really want this or do we want Rattler from the start to let's not throw away a season necessarily, yeah. but let's let him mature throughout a season and see what he can become. And he's a better player at the end of it. It would have been bad. It we, 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 we talked know about that, that now, was, but we yeah, don't know before that. Before we, were start, before yeah. we, we started the pod. That yeah. That, well, when we started the pod, the Tulane post game was our first mm-hmm. ever yep. pod. So the, it was the year before that. And you did, I mean, I remember you saying Hurts may be well and good, but do we just suffer through a year of eight and four, nine and three with Rattler, or do we make a run with Hurts if he's good enough to take us anywhere? And he was. He was. I mean, we can't complain about what Hurts did, but Ranked I him, still look at it. That I still look at it that that was the right decision was to play Hurts. I think so. I think yeah. so too. In hindsight, because, in hindsight, but because it's tough I don't think hindsight. Rattler was the guy. Even yeah, with but another that's the year. same I argument think, then, and that tells you play Dylan Gabriel Hurts, as yes. much as possible, I which think, is tough. I think Hurts' physicality saved the whole season. His yeah. tough yards, yeah. and, and that's a bit us, hindsight. And not getting us that behind we know the about chains, everything. Yeah, not, I mean, and Rattler was, wasn't a runner. We nah. didn't know at the, but we didn't know at the time right. how soft we were. Yeah, we didn't realize how Jalen Hurts was. Maybe he did. I don't think so. Lincoln doesn't understand softness. He doesn't understand it today. He, he there, there's yeah, a reason that Jalen Hurts was lifting weights after games. He was that was a subtext and on of the bike, where he was we, on the exercise bike. Yeah, like, we didn't. Even, like, I didn't even do anything today. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's saying we need to play harder because work he harder. came from a school that actually worked their players out in mm-hmm. Bama, and then he comes here to a Tybo coach with a, <laughs> for a trainer. So. so, I can see it. Potentially both ways. I don't know. Um, what I hope happens this coming season is Dylan Gabriel. I, well, I hope it's an honest competition, and the guy they think has got the best full package potential sees the field. And I hope it's the same answer for success in 2023 as it is success in 2024. It may be a conflict between the two, though. I don't. I don't recall that Brent ever had to go through it and watch it here. Maybe the Jason White Hibble ish thing, but he definitely did have to see it happen at Clemson. Well, was he was here with Bradford, and Bradford wasn't the clear starter. Um, no, yeah, but who there was wasn't his competition? Who was that guy? It was no, but there wasn't a, uh, the guy that went to Illinois. Uh, he went to Mich- Michigan State. Michigan State, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keith Nichols. Keith Nichols. Keith Nichols. Yeah, but no, no, no. But Keith Nichols wasn't the starter Is from Nickel the year before. Nickel, Nickel, right? I think. You see what I'm saying? Right over, he, yeah. he wasn't replacing a starter. Right, 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 right. But, but Venables I, at Clemson, I, they did they did have to do that about five games into the season. And they did. They put in Pretty Boy. Yeah, and Pretty Boy was good. Yes. And that and might their, be the their case. their starter was good. And, oh, he was good. And then they needed to do it this year, but Brent wasn't there. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> but he's also the defensive guy. He's not making decisions. No, but I mean, he but didn't he, see he it. He witnessed yeah. it. He, he witnessed, witnessed it. it. Right. He witnessed five, six games in and was like, eh, that <laughs> other guy. That could be an entire pod topic, but that has got to be one of the most difficult decisions as a coach to figure out what to make, how to thread I'll that needle. I'll give Lincoln credit. That's hard to do what he yeah. did to Rattler. Yeah. Well, Brent, well, and, and he kind of did it as badly as Brent he maybe had the opportunity to do it last year with Canick and Deshaun White, and he kept with the experienced guy that couldn't cover anybody. Yeah. It, although the last three or four games of the year, Deshaun White turned out pretty well in those last but the first half of the season I think we I think Brent, left to right. I think Brent and the whole staff last year said screw it. We're developing we're not burning we're we're not we're not we're not hurting people's egos. We're not gonna 
ruin this kid by throwing him out there. This year's sucks. Well, that's the other thing you have to worry about is you throw a kid out too early and you burn him yeah. and you really yeah. damage him. Um, we're not we're not busting confidences. Yeah, but we're in the last doing... twenty years, how how many times has that happened? Who has it happened with that you can? Well, think we don't of? know. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. I think most no, coaches saying, do, protect. Who those can you players? think of that we put out that we put out too early that didn't progress b- better as they went along? Well, I think well, coaches protect know, against that. That's yeah. the unknown. So I think that's a risk. Now maybe it's an overblown risk. Maybe coaches are worried about that too much and. If he's if he's the guy, he's the guy, and if he's not, you're going to recruit somebody and else. To me, is I, I mean, I'm hard headed, and I've got I'm not, I don't have a giant ego, but I've got confidence in myself. I could never see myself right. getting thrown into the fire and being so down on myself that I quit or didn't try to make myself better well, and like be butthurt about stuff. But I, I don't have that personality. But it wouldn't necessarily be butthurt. But you it would had be that either. It could also be. Just it damages in a way you can't appreciate. And that might have been Rattler. That might have been Rattler even with the setting out behind Hurts. I mean, one way or another. Well, he did. That hurt, too. Yeah. That hurt he did as think, well. He thought he was accessor to Kyler. Yes. Yeah. And he was going to get to start that year. Yeah. And then they transferred Hurts in. Yeah. And he had to sit that year. So either way, and then he doesn't. You know, so he, maybe that hurt his development he, And even mentally. the next year he got hurt mentally and didn't develop. It's maybe. Like, I don't know. There's like no perfect answer, and it's probably kid by kid. But you hate it. They have to play psychologist to these guys at the same time they're doing everything but else. you got a guy like Trevor Knight who got benched for Baker and then transferred to A&M. Right. And still... Speaks fondly about OU. Right. He still he comes to the sideline a couple times a year to OU games. Even now, yeah. Even though he's not tied to anybody really, and he didn't mentally break down because he lost his job to another guy. He transferred into the school, did his best there, yeah. And still treats OU and A and M as equals in his book, right? So, that, I mean, but never if you ne- got, never succeeded at the at the rate at the at the level people well, expect, right? But I'm but I'm either. just saying he didn't get crushed by it, yeah. Because well, to me, if you've got guys on your team well, who get crushed by crushed, stuff like that, then they don't deserve to be here, in my opinion. But set back also. I'll give you two guys. I want that, mentally strong well, guys. Well, I'll give you two guys. Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray. Both failed in their first attempt. Completely failed. Yeah. And and went and had to go somewhere else. I mean, they're like Spencer Rattler. How hard do you think it was for Kyler to sit there behind Baker? Well, I'm, I'm talking about his time at A&M. No, but I'm failed. just saying, how hard do you think that was? Oh, yeah, no kidding. Well, yeah. You don't think that Kyler thought he was the better player? No kidding. And not, that not to mention, even as good as Baker was, not yeah. to mention you don't think Baker had to petition to get that extra year. Yes, that's because right. Because he should have been gone. And he would have been but the man. Then, but then we, we got the rule where since and, he was a walk-on, he was able to get the extra year. And two years of Kyler might have been ridiculous. Isn't that funny been, how yeah. that could have changed everything in a way that you – don't want to mess with history. Like if he doesn't get that extra year, and Kyler's there two but years. But also, Kyler may have only got the one year and did what he did his 19 year and left. Could he have left? He, he could have left. Okay. Because he had the A and M year was a full was he didn't it wasn't the four games I don't think I think he played more. He would have been old enough to go to after the NFL. watching Kyler. And then he sat out a year, and then he would have played the first year if Baker wasn't eligible that year. I think 18 would have been his third year out of Two high school. Third year out of and high school. If he'd have had a eight, yeah. a nine, an 18 year like a 19 year, he probably could have gone early. And then we'd and have been. Have and then 19, we'd have been screwed. Contract. Would he have played baseball? No, he wouldn't have. Played After baseball. watching. No, I mean college. Oh. After watching oh, Kyler he did play 18, college but would he have? Yeah, he was the starting quarterback. Yeah. Here, here's here's. He didn't thing. play baseball his 
I mean, he, well, because the season was over. Right. I mean, he, he might not he have played drafted. baseball. He might not have ever played OU Here, baseball. Here's a, here's a debate for you. After seeing Kyler in 18, do you think that he would have been better yeah, than, or than a tired, sick second-half Baker Mayfield in Georgia? And he was – I was thinking about that this had, week. He, when he was flu. truly flu He had sick, the flu. Right? Do you think Kyler could have played the second half when we beat Georgia? Well, the defense lost us that game, but, but our offense could have scored enough. Also a, the the defense also half. had a scoop and score with five minutes to go in the game. The, the defense did, or the offense did stall the second half of that game because I think we only scored two touchdowns. Well, everything's in the half different. Georgia, maybe. everything's potentially different. I yeah. mean, it's so close. We might not have had the big lead though. It's so close, uh, and as you paint the you picture, when you talk about a guy who's tired and a guy who's sick, you probably have to say we win that football game, right? Um, and and that. That goes into a uh, question that I've had, and I know we're running long, but this is pretty darn interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so, this hypothetical, if Stoops stays in 17 and we win the national title, how different is everything? Bob Stoops. If Bob Stoops well, The stays, problem with that is Lincoln was going to Oregon and, until Bob did. Until Bob told Lincoln that he was going to step down, I think Link, he may have I think stayed he, that I think year. I think Stoops stepped down be, because well, well, he was he was going to coach another year. Well, then that's but part Lincoln of it. was going to go so, to Oregon if so he so either if Bob Lincoln didn't stays step down and we win and potentially we win the national title. In fact, I would say again, Bob, give us the edge, we win the national title. Um, you mean Bob say? Oh, you mean if, both of them stay? If both if, if okay. Lincoln stays with Bob as a head coach and we win the national title, and even if. Lincoln leaves, he might get a replacement, and we still win the national title. Because of the, who was, the offense was. Yeah, I mean, I mean what, the, what, the did we do in, what did we do in 2000? The personnel? We, we, we won the national Look, title with a brand-new offensive coordinator. It, it could... It, that's uh, 17 personnel assume, on paper. Assume we win. absolutely absurd. Because, you know Yeah, but I'm not, All I, don't think, equal, I don't think you can bring in... Kick it. I don't think you can bring in an offensive coordinator that would have done what Lincoln did that year. Maybe, but maybe not. not needed to. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. With that talent, I'm just saying hypothetically, if we win the national title, how different is everything? I mean, the only guy I can think of that could have come in and done anything what Lincoln did would have been Kevin Wilson. He's the only there's offensive lots coordinator. There's guys, though. There's lots of guys. There's, there's not the two know. offensive coordinators in the country. somebody could have come in and coached up Baker, Baker Mayfield, Mayfield and Rodney Anderson, well, CeeDee Lamb. Ten out of 11 guys that went to the NFL oh, on offense? I don't know. Marquise Brown. I mean, y'all said Lebby was going to be awesome this year, and he sucked. So. Well, he didn't have those players. I mean, those are not the only two offensive coordinators in the history of college football right there. I'm just saying I don't know that you could have got <coughs> the problem is somebody in to do what Lincoln you did win, that You win that, and you still might have Mike Stoops. <coughs> oh, everything's different. Yeah, Mike Stoops. Everything's different. We have a different, we have a different head coach probably. It's, it might be Lincoln. And, he, and now he is inheriting a national championship team. I mean, things are really weird different if that happens. What what would Bob have done different than Lincoln did that year, though? Coached better. In-game. Yeah, In-game stuff. Just not squib it. And Lots of little things. Little time management issues. I think he was back to hitting his stride. Tell his offensive coordinator to run the Baker's football. Baker's tired. He's not doing good. Let's. Field position. Let's. No, the offensive coordinator makes that decision. Bob wouldn't. Have, the head Bob coach wasn't calls in that on that decision. Stuff. Yeah, no. 
He's not going to say. Bob told him, run the he's damn not football. Say, That's a Bob bench, Stoops quote. Bench run the, the guy that just scored 38 points in the first half against no, no, Georgia. No, 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 no. I didn't say bench him. I said he's tired. Let's, let's run the ball more. Let's play field position more. Let's. Yeah, getting conservative. I just like living in that alternative world, that hypothetical. And, I don't think we went conservative. What I happens. think Georgia just figured out that they were in a football game. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be interesting, and things would be very, very different around here one and way or the other. And they kept scoring 80-yard touchdown runs, so yeah. their team was back in the if game. We w- if Lincoln's still here in 17 with Bob, Bob wins a national title, Bob retires Retire. and lets Lincoln take the helm, I don't know if Lincoln leaves. Things are different. Then again, maybe it just but it, we don't it have falls the apart here. quickly. <laughs> I mean, we've got training facilities. You can actually run a 40-yard right. dash in, right. unlike right. USC. Right, unlike USC that gets rained out for their for their NFL day. Uh, well, we've covered a lot of ground. Yeah. This has been pretty interesting. So we're going to have some special guests coming soon. We'll have more to talk about in upcoming episodes. Connor will be back. He can weigh in on all the things. I'm going to make him listen and make sure he tells us everything that we got wrong. If, but, if any of the listeners out there want to tweet us, the people that we left off your list, let's yeah. say. Absolutely. Then, uh, shoot us, shoot us a tweet. Put it on the, put it on the, the twitters. Um, as long as Elon allows it. That's right. Send it to us. Until next time, Boomer Sooners. Sooners.